What's up, guys? So we're back for another podcast. It's been a while. We're sorry it got postponed. Brian wasn't feeling well. My throat was dead. It was a rough time. But we're back, and free agency has occurred. Tons of stuff has happened, and we're here to run through it all. Uh, but yeah, uh, first off, how you guys doing, Sean, Brian? Great. Doing great. Got bullied in the beginning for wearing hats and changing shirts, so that's oh, yeah. why I look like this. Uh, the reason I'm wearing a collared shirt this time is, one, I was told not to wear a tank top by both Josiah, Sean, and my dad wanted to request to wear a uh, no, no, collared no. shirt. So this no, is no, for him not. if that's, he's watching this at some point. That's inaccurate. That's factually incorrect. You told us you weren't wearing one this time. We didn't tell you to do anything. No, it was more for my dad, but, you know, yeah, one-time just, situation. Just to let you guys know, this is a big chat cap because we're weak caps. Um, I don't, I, I don't know what happened with when I said where it said where, but regardless, we're back. Um, you know, we have all the content coming. Brian hasn't been on here in a while, but the gang is back. You know, we're Duval together. Gang's all here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and yeah, I just want to let you guys know we have timestamps this time. I'm writing them down with my trash handwriting, but if you guys want to skip a section because you don't like it or you don't care about that topic, uh, in the description below will be all the timestamps. So you can go ahead and do that. But I actually forgot to uh, just keep a note of when things started. But, you know, that's what it is. Uh, <laughs> give, me, give me a moment. Uh, there we go. Stopwatch. There we go. So let's go ahead and get into things. First off, free agency. So a lot of stuff has happened. I'm going to roll through all the big moves that the NFL has made, and we'll comment on them occasionally. We're not going to comment on everything, but I am going to go over everything in case you for some reason missed something. First off, Matthew Stafford to the Rams for golf and, a, and two first-rounders. Uh, that makes the Rams contenders, in my opinion. But Agree. J.J. Watt signs with the Cardinals for two years, $31 million, which everybody said that was an overpay, but then when you look at all the other contracts that come following, it's not that bad. Carson Wentz to the Colts. This one does affect us. For a conditional second rounder, which if he plays a majority of the snaps or they go to the playoffs, it'll become a first rounder and a third rounder. Uh, since this is the Colts, we'll talk about this one. How do you guys feel about Carson Wentz uh, going to the Colts? I'll let Brian start on this one. You good over there, Sean? Well, it's either going to be a spectacular failure or it's going to be the best thing for Carson Wentz because he's now behind a – well, they did lose uh, Costanzo for, uh, from retirement, but I think they're going to end up taking tackle in the draft. We'll discuss that at a different point, but – Based on the O-line he's got right now, I think they are in great shape to be a contender if they play their cards right in the draft. And I think Wentz is going to gain his confidence back. And he seems a lot happier just based on his uh, social media posts. Now that he's out of Philadelphia, he's in a place that he feels wanted and, you know, he's surrounded by a better O-line. And meanwhile, in Philadelphia, he was dying every five seconds because his O-line couldn't hold for more than two seconds. So it's, I think it's going to benefit him. Um, they're definitely not the worst team in the, in the division. I don't think we know who that is. Um, but I think they're going to be a possibly a contender this year if they play their cards right. So I think it's a big, big boost for Carson Wentz. All right, Sean. I think he's, uh, he's going to be happier to be 
closer to where he's from, I feel like. Uh, this is the best O-line, best weapons, best defense he's probably had since he's been there, maybe. I mean, the defense is arguable. His defense was pretty good in 17. But uh, for his side of the ball, probably the best O-line, best weapons he's had since he's been there, or since he's been in the league. And, uh, man, if he can't thrive behind that, he's not going to thrive. Hopefully he doesn't thrive. So I think he might just be, like, above average. Yeah, I think uh, about the same. Uh, he he's, he does look happy there. He's posting videos on his tractor in his backyard. So it looks like he's having a fun time. Philadelphia Eagles are salty beyond belief. Uh, but yeah, hopefully he's trash. Sorry, Carson, but we don't we don't want you to succeed. Sorry about that. But next move, Levante David resigns with Tampa, two years, twenty five million dollars, keeping the band together. A twenty twenty seventh or twenty twenty two seventh and Trent Brown to the Pats from the Raiders, working on that offensive line. Christian Kirksey is the first of about 1,000 moves that the Texans made. He is, <laughs> he's on a one-year deal. Um, Mark Ingram, <clears throat> another move, signed with the Texans on a one-year deal. The Bills re-signed Matt Milano, four years, $44 million, which in my opinion, that's a steal. To the Chiefs, this is a big one. The Chiefs cut Eric Fisher and Mitchell Schwartz. So they technically have no left tackle or right tackle. Uh, that one's interesting. The Pats re-signed Cam Newton, one year, $14 million. Tom Brady signs a one-year extension. Technically, you could, it's technically a four-year extension, but it's really a one-year extension because of voidable years. So he's going to stay with Tampa for another year on top of this coming year. Uh, Marcus Cannon is the next guy to go to the Texans. Uh, this is a trade for a swap of picks. Uh, Shaq Lawson to Houston in a trade for Bernardrick McKinney and some other draft pick picks. Packers re-sign Aaron Jones, four years, $48 million. Uh, if you like to pay running backs, happy days. If you don't, you're probably not happy with this one. Should have paid the center. Pretty much. <clears throat> Drew Brees retires. Uh, we'll comment on this real quick because I think people like Drew Brees. But yeah, First ballot big... Hall of Famer, that's all you got to say. Yeah, it was a big development when he retired. I, I, later than we expected, but it's, it's still big news considering how you know important he was to the league. I mean, the guy was – I think he was underrated his career. I think he should have had more MVPs than he did, and I feel like he could have had more rings than he did. He got – that team got screwed out of so many championships because of – I think it was every time they had bad luck. It was like a divisional game versus the Seahawks. They had uh, the Vikings twice, Kyle Rudolph in the end zone, and then Diggs sideline touchdown. That was just oh, – I think they won the Super Bowl if they didn't – if that didn't happen. Um, but I don't know. I, I feel bad Breeze only got one ring. He probably could have had two or even three, maybe four, if things went better. But um, to see him go out with at least one ring is nice. Um, but – it's going to definitely be interesting not seeing him in the league anymore. And now it's Jameis's team. So I'm curious to see how that works out for them, considering all the cuts they've made due to get due to the cap space issues. So, you know, who isn't happy about that one ring, Pat McAfee, you know, he hates Drew Brees and his stupid baby, but <laughs> he in quote said, he hated Drew Brees and that stupid baby. Cause he was holding up the baby, but so yeah, rest in peace uh, to Drew Brees career. I was like, uh, Jesus, who died? <laughs> <laughs> but it needed to happen. He was trash. 
Uh, Niners re-signed Kyle Juszczyk. I'm, I don't know if I said that right. Uh, that's a really good signing. That's a really good re-signing. He's Juszczyk. like one of the best fullbacks in the league. Like he's a very, very good fullback. Uh, they re-signed him for five years, $27 million. The Ravens signed Kevin Zietler, or Zeitler mm-hmm. for three years, $22 million. They, good signing. The Buccaneers re-signed Shaq Barrett, four years, $72 million. This one made me a little bit mad because I wanted him, but, you know, they're keeping the band together. Uh, the Pats signed Jonu Smith. This one also made us mad. Four years, $50 million. And then, you know, the Pats... They signed the tight end we want initially, so we're like, hey, there's one more left. And the Pats are like, no, there isn't. And they signed Hunter Henry as well. So we're they signed Hunter Henry. For... You could argue that we should have made a harder play for either one of those guys, hmm. but, man, those dudes got paid a lot of money for being yeah. for tight ends. But, I mean, we do need one. Hunter Henry got three years, $37.5 million. They got the same average, just Hunter Henry got one year less. Uh, the Pats – on their continuing their moves of free agency, signed Matt Judon, four years, $56 million. Then they signed Jalen Mills, four years, $24 million. Then the Chiefs drop a bomb. They signed Joe Thune, Tooney, five years, $80 million mm. uh, to work on that inside offensive line. That is a fat stack of cash. That's for a guard. Oof. <clears throat> Glad we kept Andrew Norwell. For real. But yeah, then the Browns signed John Johnson, three years, $33.75 million. This one hurt us because the Jags were believed to be strong in on John Johnson. And it was actually rumored that John Johnson took less money to go to the Browns than somewhere else. And I think we all know who the team that paid more money was. It's probably us, let's be honest probably. with you. Mason was definitely pissed about that one. That was his guy, too, because he went to USC. So I feel bad for Mason on that situation. But it's a lot we'll of money, man. And here is the Chargers jumping in the pool, signing Corey Lindsley, best center in the league, five years, $62.5 million, mm. working on that inside offensive line. The 49ers restructured D Ford to two years, $24 million, so he can be offsides for less money. Then the Broncos re-signed Shelby Harris, three years, $27 million. This is a very underrated signing, in my opinion, based off how much some other guys, EA Leonard Williams, uh, got. But we'll get into that. Then the Steelers re-signed Cam Sutton, two years, $9 million. I don't know why I kept note of that one, because it's kind of dirt cheap. Might as well add Tyson Alawada to that one, too. Uh, yeah, we'll get, into, we'll get into that depression later. But... Then this one, somebody we know well, Yannick Ngakwe, signed with the Raiders for only two years, $26 million. Uh, how much money is that that he lost? Ah, too much. He lost like $9 million or something. More Probably more on. than that. And he's been on four teams in the span of a year. So just saying, Raiders fans, don't get yourselves too hyped, but – the Patriots continue their reign of free agency, and they signed Nelson Aguilar, two years, $26 million. Then the Rams re-signed Leonard Floyd, four years, $64 million. Uh, this, this signing should just tell you that Aaron Donald is getting plebs paid millions. Yeah, that's a, way over, that's a massive Leonard overpay. Floyd is just not that good, and they've overpaid him. Oh, oh my God. Wait, who signed him again? 
The Rams, they re-signed him. Oh, the Rams re-signed. Oh, yeah. Because He's Aaron Donald got... let, him, let him feast, man. He may, originally uh, was from the Bears, but they let him go smart, smart, smart enough to do that. He was not very good. Uh, he had a lot of hype coming out of college, but I never really – I didn't see it. I think he was picked, like, eighth, and I was like – He was decent with Chicago. So Aaron Donald got Fowler paid and now Floyd paid? Ridiculous. And uh, he got somebody else traded. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> but the Broncos signed Ronald Darby, three years, $30 million. The Bucks continue re-signing their entire franchise. Uh, they signed Gronk for one year, $10 million. Then the Patriots continue signing everybody. Uh, they signed Kendrick Bourne, three years, $22.5 million. The Titans dip into the pool by signing Danico Autry, three years, $21.5 million. Great name. <laughs> the Jets jump into the pool and they sign Corey Davis, three years, $37.5 million. Underrated uh, signing, in my opinion. Yeah, I was just about, I was thinking that. I like that signing a lot. He's pretty I, solid. I like that he's leaving the Titans. Yeah. Uh, the Titans for Zach Wilson. <laughs> Speaking of the Titans, they signed Bud Dupree, five years, $82.5 million. <sighs> Coming off the, was it that's an steep. ACL? Yeah, that's steep, man. I didn't know that was the contract. Oh, my God. Yeah, I think that five, was like, how many, five years for $82 million? <laughs> Yeah, that's steep. Let me do the math real quick on that. I'm sure I don't feel 82 like and a half. Too much. $16.5 a year. That is somebody, ridiculous. And he's and, like, what, 29? And he was playing across from TJ Watt as well, so. Oh, my God. Yeah, I think he's a guy who benefited from, so think about, the Steelers defense, right? They have Cam Hayward on the on the line, TJ Watt coming off the edge, and then Bud Dupree. You're probably gonna double TJ Watt, and then you might even double try to double Cam Hayward. This dude was feasting off or all of all one on one on ones or being uncovered, probably. But yeah, let's go ahead and move on because there's still quite a few guys to go through, but. The Jets signed Carl Lawson, three years, $45 million. Fantastic signing. That's, yeah, that's a good deal. Then on the contrary, the Bengals signed Trey Hendrickson for four years, $60 million. Instead of keeping Carl, they signed somebody who's worse for more money. Uh, the Vikings, they signed Dalvin <laughs> Tomlinson, two years, $22 million. This is somebody I wanted. A good defensive signing. The Washington football team signs a fan favorite, Ryan Fitzpatrick, Fitzmagic, uh, for one year, $10 million. Uh, looks like he might be the starter. Then the Patriots, they signed Hunter Henry, three years, $37.5 million. Then the Ravens re-signed Tyus Bowser for four years, $22 million, up to he would have been a good get. He would have been a good get for us. Then the Giants re-signed Leonard Williams, three years, $63 million. That's, that's steep. That's steep. Then the Giants sign John Ross one year two and a half million dollars then the Bears to anger their entire fan base they they trade for Russell Wilson no they actually just signed Andy Dalton <laughs> for one year ten million dollars kind of like Russell I'm Wilson, so right? sorry Bears fans you don't deserve that but geez, what do you mean Brian Andy Dalton is better than Russell Wilson <clears throat> did you not see him last year on the Cowboys bro uh, the, the, their fall from fame is just crazy. They were so good in 2018. And that was when Trip Mitch actually had a decent season, and then they just fell off since, and now it's just a disaster over Remind there. Remind you of anybody? Hmm? 
Oh yeah. Anybody? Yeah, it does. Yes, it does. All I don't right. want to talk about it. <laughs> okay. So the Texans, <clears throat> they signed their 75th player. They're signing a full roster. They go ahead and hit the quarter mark, quarterback market, and they signed Tyrod Taylor for one year, twelve and a half million dollars. And instead of instead of based, yeah, they hi, based. they signed him for twelve and a half million. Oh, he's starting instead of based. Oh, it's it's, it's really lower than that. It's like up to twelve million. Oh, yeah. up to okay. Yeah, I think it's like I, I think I, it's like I would one, imagine. I think it's like I think it's like one year, six million with incentives up to twelve. That's yeah. probably their starter at this point. I mean, Watson's. Yikes. Well, why, I don't even think Watson will play this season. But anyways, Washington football team to replace Ronald Darby, they signed William Jackson, three years, $42 million. Mm. Upgrade. Then the Lions sign somebody that we wanted, Jamal Williams, two years, seven and a half million dollars. How many running backs have they got, bro? Like 75. (laughs) 49ers sign or re-sign Trent Williams to a six-year, $138 million contract. And I still would have done it. Oh, man. That is I'm okay with Cam. That I'm okay with Cam. Stat. Still would have done it. All, All right. right. <laughs> <laughs> but the Raiders, they signed John Brown. I don't know the contract details. Then the Lions, they trade a 2023 seventh for Michael Brockers, who has to face Jared Goff. Uh, who he just said was trash, basically. He's, uh, He's playing with him now. <laughs> he did say he was trash, but he did say that he Stafford was an upgrade. He insinuated upgrade. he's not good. But so. anyways, the Cardinals <laughs> the Cardinals sign A.J. Green to one year, $8 million. How many old, washed guys do they have on that it's team? Everyone's career goes to end. It's a retirement home down there. Then the Cardinals, they trade a third for Rodney Hudson, another guy who's like 37 years old. I and mean, that's an exaggeration. He's like 32. But He's very good, though. That's a good get. He's talking uh, about Rodney Hudson's probably, arguably, the best center in football. Him and Corey Lindsley goes. For a third rounder, bro, that's like top five too. all day. And the, and the Cardinals uh, gained a seventh back. Uh, the Raiders, they re-signed Richie Incognito after removing half of their offensive line. To one year, two point six two million dollars. The Colts, out of surprise, re-signed Marlon Mack to one year, two million dollars. That's a good deal. Re- well, re-signings aren't shocking for them. They just don't go into free agency to sign people. They're, they're well, very quiet. It's surprising because it's Marlon Mack. Everybody thought he was going to hit the market. Yeah, he's right. coming off an Achilles tear. Pretty yeah. sure. Or he probably realizes market's small, so he just re-signed to prove hey, himself. Well, more prove a deal for him. Hopefully, yeah. he's healthy. Well, he's pretty good. We're, we're almost to the end of the line. But next, the Panthers signed Hassan Reddick, one year, $8 million. The Seahawks signed Gerald Everett, one year, $6 million. Washington signs our best friend, Curtis Samuel. That made me want to cry a little bit. Three years, $34.5 million. That's more money than I expected him to get, so I'm not too unhappy about it, to be honest. The Patriots signed Kyle Van Noy back two years, $13.2 million. Oh, the Patriots cycle. He's going to start playing well again, then he's going to sign somewhere else, start struggling again. It's the, it's the same cycle every time. They leave the Patriots, they struggle, they go back and they play well again. It just repeats and repeats. It's funny. Uh, then the Raiders decide to waste some money on uh, Kenyon Drake, two years, 11. Uh, <laughs> the, the, the Bills decide Josh Allen is not the answer. We need the MVP. Mitch Trubisky signs with the Buffalo Bills. It's the MVP, the Nickelodeon's value. Oh. I said the MVP. Sounds like mute, an M. Just mute yourself. Get out of here. Nobody, <laughs> nobody asked for your commentary. 
Dolphins, they signed Will Fuller so that Dol- that so that Tua can underthrow him by 20 yards. Uh, and the, then the Jets sign our best friend, Keelan Cole, to one year. You're going to upset Gordo with that comment about uh, Will Fuller and Tua underthrowing him. Gordo, don't look come now. at me. Don't look now, though, but the Jets low-key – their wide receiver corners could be really, really good next year. Keelan Cole, Corey Davis, Denzel Mims, and they have Jason Crowder, right? Sam yes. Darnold season. <sighs> oh, Sam, I'm just saying, so whoever the go. quarterback may be. <laughs> That'd be okay. so funny if they took a, a left tackle instead of Wilson. Wilson to the 49ers would be insane. That's a yeah. Key. Yeah. The Broncos, they re-signed Justin Simmons four years, $61 million. <sighs> Juju, Juju re-signs with the Steelers. Anthony Harris to the Eagles. Chris Carson stays with the Seahawks. Philip Lindsay to the Texans. That's well, that one's interesting. Kenny Galladay, four years, seventy-two million dollars to the Giants. Xavier Rhodes stays with the Colts. Sheldon Rankins to the Jets. And finally, Giants sign Adoree Jackson for three years, thirty-nine million dollars, up to forty million dollars. But overall, guys, we're gonna take a break. Uh, that's all the NFL big signings. Next is going to be Jaguars signings. Actually, next is going to be franchise tags, but and then the Jags. But yeah, we'll see you guys in a minute. We're back. So you guys just saw and heard all the move, all the big moves that happened throughout the league. But now let's go ahead and start to talk about all the franchise tags, and then the Jags move. So the, the franchise tags are simple. The Bucks franchise tagged Chris Godwin. Uh, the Panthers so- or franchise tagged Taylor Moten. Uh, the Giants franchise tagged and then re-signed Leonard Williams. The Jags franchise tagged Cam Robinson. Uh, how do you guys feel about that? I like uh, it. I think it's, it's a franchise tag worth about $13.5 million. Uh, Seeing as though the highest paid left tackles make around twenty three million, I, uh, thirteen and a half million to me seems good enough for Cam Robinson. I kind of see it as like a like a one year rental and in like kind of like a prove it deal. If he doesn't do well, then I think we look for a left tackle next year. It really depends on how he plays, though. So I think that doing the franchise tag was probably the best move, rather than well one letting him walk because then we'd have no answer, especially if we didn't get Trent, which we didn't. So I think doing the franchise tag was the best move for a year. And then we determine how well he does, and if he doesn't do well enough, we don't pay him, and we move on to a rookie left tackle in Trevor's second year, or we sign someone off the market, or we, if he does well, then we sign him to a contract, a uh, multi-extent, multi-year deal. But we'll see how he plays with Trevor, and I, I think this is a prove-it year for him, and even Kawan Taylor needs to prove himself too. He had a rough second year. Um, I think that this is also a big year for him, so it's going to be interesting to see how the O-line performs with a new quarterback who isn't constantly moving around in the pocket. (laughs) It sounds like uh, Urban and the staff as a whole are very high on Cam Robinson and his potential upside, so we'll see how it goes. And they know their stuff. I I definitely can see why. I mean, he was – wasn't he, like, really good in college coming out? I mean, he was a second-round pick. Uh, He he was – I mean – He's like really, Leatherwood. Really good is, is, is a stretch. He was pretty good. Like, you see how um, good Leatherwood is coming out? Yeah. Somewhere. He's about, right, he's about right there. He's a big physical guy, so it's like. Yeah, I, I like the move because if you think about it, if we let him walk and we're betting on signing Trent or some other left 
there is no other good left tackle in free agency. You'd be stuck with either trash from free agency or yeah, like you'd be stuck with Russell O'Kong or Alejandro or Villanueva. Or Will Richardson. <laughs> we saw we saw that. But uh that that would be bad. So like I said, at worst it was a backup plan, but it looks like they actually do like him and it looks like he is gonna start. And let's be honest here. Has he ever had a competent quarterback in front of him except for Bortles in 2017 who was actually he wasn't great but he was actually pretty competent in 2017 no exactly no um so it'll be interesting to see what he does with a competent quarterback uh with a decent coaching staff he still has the same offensive line coach which that is intriguing that the one one of the few guys they did keep on the staff was the offensive line coach and then they kept Cam Robinson so it's interesting to see He's but. one of the best coaches in the league. That's why. And he's a veteran, which that Urban needed. And the thing, the fact that they kept him was probably one of the best things they did. They should have kept Keenan. Um, or Keelan. Wait, doesn't know. It's Keenan. Okay. I get Keelan and Keenan mixed up. No, they should have kept I'm glad they kept him because he's one of the best O-line coaches in the league. And he's all wide respected. Can you turn your audio down just a slight? What do you mean? Like... Is it your mic or something? Because Sean is a uh, good sound. Sorry, sorry guys, but I don't know if you guys can hear it. But Sean sounds fine, but then you just sound very loud. And it's not like your voice. It's your mic is just higher. Might be you because he sounds normal on mine. No. Oh. Maybe that's just um, my headphones. But I think that keeping Cam – or not Cam, but uh, Warhop was a really good decision both for the development – continued development of Cam and uh, Jawan Taylor. But – Getting a new O-line coach could have been disastrous as well, considering, you know, a new coach means they got to relearn everything. And keeping him in place with the same O-line is the best thing they could do. They can keep continue, continuously working on their chemistry, improve Cam, help Taylor improve. And a new O-line of the same coach, but a new head coach means that there's probably going to be different differences in the, you know, O-line drills and stuff. Because I'd, I'd imagine Warhop's going to work with Urban on better ways to improve that O-line and, and – Obviously, Maroon was a head coach or a head coach who had O line history, but he's an offensive line coach at Alabama now. Yeah, he just—I don't know—I just didn't think he did. He didn't benefit the O line at all. Like the O line didn't seem very well with him. And I think that Urban coming in and working with Warhops going to help him help them a lot. And I feel like they're going to improve this year, especially with the quarterback that doesn't fly around the pocket every five every two seconds. <clears throat> so. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Uh, I really like the signing. I think he's. I think he has potential. I don't think he's as bad as some people think, but I still. And I also think it's much better than relying on maybe the fifth or sixth tackle off the board to be good right away. So we'll see. Uh, either way, the next franchise tag was Washington franchise tagging Brandon Scherf, uh, guard. Then the Broncos franchise tagged and then re-signed Justin Simmons. Then the Jets franchise tagged Marcus May. Uh, the Saints franchise tagged Marcus Williams. All the safeties are getting franchise tagged. And then finally, the Bears franchise tagged a former friend of ours, Allen Robinson. So no return of him to Jacksonville this year. But yeah, those are the franchise tags. You guys got any comments on any of the franchise tags that happened besides the Jags? Nope. I think, well, besides... Robinson with with Robinson being tagged, I don't think he's ever coming back because we are pretty much set at wide receiver. We've got Chark, 
on the outside. We've got Chenault probably playing on the outside too. We can put Marvin Jones on the inside and outside. So I, and even Colin Johnson can probably obviously play outside. I think our, our wide receiver room is pretty, pretty set besides maybe getting a rookie that'll probably compete with Philip Dorsett for wide receiver six slash maybe flank slot or something. But I think uh, Marvin Jones was the indicator that we got not only a veteran presence, but a possible wide receiver two, maybe if not wide receiver three. And I think Chenault and Chark are going to be the focal point of the offense with Marvin Jones kind of being like that third option when one of them is double covered and he's going to probably have a good season. And I'm, I'm very, that's one of my favorite signings, very underrated signing. Yeah, so let's go ahead and move on to the Jags free agency moves. The first thing they did was they signed or they re-signed Tyler Shatley. Uh, I think he's the longest tenured Jaguar. Him and Brandon Linder are tied. He's great. He's uh, really good. They re-signed him to his 75th one-year deal with the team. Uh, he is back. He did have some play time last year. Uh, he He's pretty good. I mean, the difference between him and Linder wasn't that much. So... We never. If we ever lose him, I'll be very disappointed. He's such a good backup. He's one of the. He's probably any other team. He's a starter for sure. We might lose him next year. He's getting a little old. I think he's turning thirty. So yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. We had a. We actually all wanted to re-sign him. If you guys saw our last podcast, which if you haven't, we're disappointed in you. But <laughs> then the next the next re-signing was Trey Herndon. This one kind of actually was a little bit surprising. We weren't, we didn't know this one was going to happen. I did. Oh yeah, oh yeah, you did. But (laughs) it's too easy not to have it. He's twenty-four years old. You played solid in the nickel. Just keep him in the nickel. Yeah, a lot of great backup as a starter. So I mean, a lot of people were mad at the signing for some reason, just because they saw him. People are stupid. They think they probably thought he was starting, and I'm like, no, he's a backup now. Like he's a great backup. Like if you have lose someone, he's the next next in line. Like we need that. We need solid depth, especially now that we got the other guys that we'll be discussing later in the podcast. But you know, we'll get to that. And then I also I've also met him, so you know it's great when a player you've met and got their autograph stays on the team and doesn't leave. So that's fun for me. But so yeah, two depth signing re-signings then. After a lot of nervousness and rumors that Norwell could be on the move, Norwell could be cut if he doesn't take a pay cut. He does take a pay cut, or he restructures into a one-year deal, uh, which this freed up $3 million this year, and it frees up more than $12 million next year. So Ridiculous amount of money next year. We're gonna be, I feel like we're going to spend big next year because I think this year was more of a focus on filling positions of need without breaking the bank and then next year we're probably going to get a couple big splash signings it's not even just that i think it's the fact that urban and them they weren't they because urban said him and he was saying how it was players they they hate not being able to meet in person and do all this stuff and it being urban's first year every single player that they signed had a connection of some sort to somebody on the staff so i think that was the main thing and the reason why we didn't sign any big guys next year we'll probably will because he'll be used to it COVID should be hopefully a thing of the past as much as it can be. Uh, so that'll be interesting. But yeah, and this is going to be Norwell's final year under this contract. Uh, maybe he gets re-signed. Maybe he doesn't. Uh, he's getting up there. He's like 29, I believe. He's, yeah, he's almost 30 as well. But yeah, it'll be interesting. But Norwell, he sticks around. There were lots of rumors having us kind of nervous that he might be on the move, but... He sticks around. We don't have to pay $80 million for Joe Tooney. Yeah. 
All right, the first signing, non already on the team, is defensive line Roy Robertson Harris, three years, $28.65 million. Brian, how do you feel about him? And before you say it, you were a hater of it originally, but now you can say what you're going to say. I was like, who the heck is this guy? I was like, what the frig, man? What is the, who is this? This is a backup? And then I watched some tape, and I did some, you know, much-needed due diligence, and I was like, oh. So he was stuck behind Khalil Mack, or somebody on the, on the D-line. Khalil he was Mack. Like stuck. It was Khalil Mack? Yeah, just like uh, Shaq right. Barrett behind Von yep. Miller. Yep, he was stuck behind one of the best in the league, and then I was like, when this guy played, I was like, holy crap, he looks like baby Calais. And now I'm <laughs> you you yelled at Sean and I for saying that. Yeah, I did, but then I realized okay, maybe he actually is baby Calais cuz but it's kind of hard to call someone Calais cuz Calais is just like there will never be another Calais, but maybe someone that's There's similar. a reason he's baby. It's it's just like right. saying Freermuth is baby. He's Scott. younger too. He's he's just reaching he's like 26 or 27, or maybe 28. I think he's 27. 27. Like he's you getting every age one. except for 27. This is the perfect time to get him. He's entering his prime. He's he's on a deal line, line with a good rotate, eventually good rotation, and he seems like a really good guy too. And his son's name is Jax, so like that's like the writing on the wall. So J A X too. J A X, like exactly how it should be. So and he after, said he did it before he came here, so it was meant. Yeah. So I'm I'm very excited that that we got him first. I think it was at first I was like, what the heck is this? Because I wanted big signings originally, but then I realized that's not the right thing to do this year, like the Patriots are doing, because we are not. That's not how it, it would only work for a year, like it did 2017. So seeing the fact that we're doing smaller moves with, but they're solid signings, is especially on the D line. I was like, all right, I can get behind this. So I like it. Not my favorite signing, obviously, but it's one of my top signings, I guess you could say. All right, I'm going to cut you off, Sean, because I always let you guys speak before me, but I'm going to speak before you now. But yeah, I really like this signing because it they're not the same player and they're not necessarily the same position, but like I mentioned, it's, it's similar to uh, Vaughn Miller and Shaq Barrett. Shaq Barrett, he had terrible numbers, or he didn't have terrible <clears throat> numbers. Like, stats and stuff, he didn't have the stats sacks he didn't have all that because he was behind rotating in for von miller and denver and then he goes to the buccaneers and explodes sit and he had the pressures when he played and he had the efficiency similar thing here roy robertson harris is but was mostly behind khalil mack and when he did play he got pressures he got a couple sacks but not really <coughs> he was mostly a pressure guy <laughs> but <laughs> i'm gonna i'm gonna cut you off all right he did not play behind Khalil Mack. I don't know where you guys are getting this from. Oh, who did he play behind then? Because I know he. Th was... Well, think about it. This guy's six seven, two ninety two. You think he was playing outside linebacker for the Bears? That's true. No, he was behind Akeem Hicks, guys. Uh, oh, the other guy. Ignore us being dumb, but Akeem Hicks is still one of the top defensive tackles in the league, and has been. So, point still stands. You get the point. Um, I think it's a really good signing because he gets pressures. He's efficient. Uh, he absolutely killed the Packers O-line a couple times. Uh, yeah, I'm excited for it. But now Sean can speak after Brian and I made ourselves look like idiots by saying Khalil oh, Mack. I, I was going to let you keep going since you wanted to get in front of me. <laughs> but, uh, <clears throat> yeah, man, this is uh, – I actually think the pr approach that Urban and, and, and company took to this free agency was actually quite excellent. 
uh, not necessarily blowing all your money on the big signings like we have in years past, but uh, they went out and got guys who I don't even think a lot of these guys are scratching the surface of their potential yet. Um, where Robertson Harris being one of the main ones, this is like here's a guy that's going to be, I think, just hitting his his stride with us. And we're getting we signed a bunch of not even just him, but we signed a bunch of different guys who are young, up and coming guys, as opposed to signing guys who are already established and really good, like we did back in the Caldwell time. Um, big fan of Roy Robertson Harris from what I've seen from him. Big physical body. We need all the big bodies we can get. Uh, this guy's going to immediately help us in the run defense, which we obviously suck at. I think we were ranked 30th last year in stopping the run. So, yeah, I'm a big Roy Robertson Harris fan. All right. So then the next move we make is another small one. But we signed Jamal Agnew, wide receiver slash kick returner, for three years, $21 million. And before you freak out, it's incentives. It's three years, 14 with incentives up to 21. Exactly. So it's not as bad a contract as everybody wanted to paint it to be because he is one of the best kick returners in the league. Which, and punt returners. And punt returners. And field position is very important. And he's also a speedy receiver that you can occasionally use as like a wide receiver, like jet sweeps, screen passes, jet sweeps, that kind of stuff. But yeah, Sean, uh, how do you feel about Jamal Agnew? Uh, another thing this free agency taught us is that Urban Meyer, if you didn't already know, obviously loves his special teams. Um, apparently, he was really hands-on with special teams while he was at Ohio State. Um, so. It's not really a shocker, I guess, that he invested so much in special teams, guys. Uh, how how many how often have we clamored for better field position for years? Right, it's been years and years and years. years. We haven't had a steady return game. Um, I think Diddy Westbrook, was, Westbrook was okay at punt returning. Keelan Cole was 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 good at kick returner, but they didn't always get used there because of them being to be needed on the field. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you don't want to risk them getting hurt on on that. So now you got a guy. Who Michael Walker be focused? Chris Claybrooks, Chris Claybrooks, Michael Walker, Michael Walker, Michael Walker. Oh my gosh! Also, yeah. Speaking of Claybrooks, writing's on the wall, bud. If you if you thought that you have a have a guaranteed role in this team, writing's on the wall. Hey, he's uh, a good he's a good special teamer. uh, He's a good special teamer on yeah on as a a gunner, and he's not. He's he's bad, but he's not terrible at as depth corner. Yeah, he's got potential technically because he's a rookie. Did he play with but... injuries, though? I thought yeah. he, he said he did. Yeah, that's what he I said mean, he did. To be but, honest, it I'm feels like though... every NFL player says they played with injuries, but right. I'm saying, but he was drafted specifically to be in the return game, and that and was he, obviously it was a different regime. That he dropped that. like eight punts and kicked. Right. So with Agnew, you're getting a, a guy who's probably the best returner in the league. Yeah, it seems like a little bit of open overpay, but. He'll probably have a little some snaps here and there, some design plays on offense too. So it's like, whatever. This guy gives you a kick return touchdown, pump return touchdown, and your starting field position is on the thirty or or higher. Do you really care? Yeah, we, our average field position was atrocious. <laughs> like starting at just get starting at the twenty-five was probably some of our best field position. So. And watching some of his returns, he's not just straight speed either. He's guy actually broke tackles too. Yeah, and he actually finds the hole. He he follows his blockers. He knows what he's doing. He's not just yeah running. People just see the numbers and they freak out. Yeah, how you feel about it, Brony? Be Brony, but close enough. I'm too late. Um, 
I like it. I, I was like, when I saw the signing, I was like, all right, we just got a returner. And we got another wide receiver in the room that's fast. Or we got a fast guy. I like it. You know, he brings a new element to the team that we were lacking, which was return game, and also helps with some possible play designs in the um, on the offense. Like, we had play designs for Chenault. But now with him in there, I think we could do some little trickery plays, like with Chenault and the, like, just an idea. Chenault and the uh, Wildcat, and even he could take a pass and just dump it off to him on the side. They would least expect that. They think and run him up the middle, have Agnew run to the left or something, throw it off to him, and that man's gone. Like, they could make some interesting uh, play designs with those two. Um, but I like the fact that they signed him. We desperately needed a returner. Um, it's going to help Trevor a lot, too, because the last thing you want to do is put Trevor on the one-yard line or, like, the 10-yard line on a rookie in his rookie year. So I think that's just going to help him, the offense, and the return game. It's just going to be an overall benefit for the team, even if he is getting paid a little bit, which he deserves if he's one of the best in the game at what he does. So I'm very excited to see how our, uh, our special teams looks with the signings that we made. And um, it's about time because our special teams has been bad for a long time. As LeBron James says, it's about damn time. <laughs> but uh, before we continue, I just do want to say I got some breaking news. Uh, Roger Goodell out of his own mouth, says the league plans to open stands to full capacity in 2021. So Good. that's exciting. That's but, all 32 teams with 100% capacity. That's huge, especially since it's only March 30th. We've got until September. Well, I guess you could say August because that's when the uh, preseason starts. But September? September 9th. 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 Yep. So we've got like, what, six months? Until we get to that point, a little under six months. Yeah. We should be. By we that point, good. we will have probably at least half the country vaccinated, if not more. Probably more. Probably more. Probably and, more. By then, it'll be mostly people who didn't want to get vaccinated. Right. And but, yeah. I'm, uh, I'm excited. I actually feel like I might be able to go to a game this year because uh, my dad and I have been discussing going to, going to away games, and now we might actually be able to do that with that announcement. We can so, actually be Duval together. Exactly. Not, not Duval Last time I went to an away game was Dallas, and that was with the Bold City Brigade. Surprised I didn't see Cap. <laughs> Is that when we lost 40 to, 40 to 7? Huh? Was that when we lost 40 to 7? Yeah, that was a bad game. Yeah, but some of my family fans. actually went to that Dallas. game. Dallas is a nice stadium. I highly recommend going to uh, Dallas. It's a really nice area. The fans were surprisingly nice. Well, that's probably because we're not a division rival. But we walked in. We came in with like four buses of, of people just screaming Duval at the top of our young lungs. And these guys are like, who the hell are these guys? And then they started interacting on this. They're like, ah, oh, these are cool guys, but you're going to get your asses kicked. And we're like, I, I thought we were going to win, but we got destroyed. But overall fun experience. <laughs> the show goes on. Besides the loss. All right. So then the next signing is another special teamer, uh, Rudy Ford. He's a safety slash special teamer. I don't think he's ever going to step on the field playing actual safety. Because he'll probably what? be. Do you know what safety position he plays? No idea. Oh well, good depth. Does Apparently, he's good depth. I mean, we—that's a huge addition to the special teams. Does it well. actually matter what position he plays? He's literally like third or fourth. He's probably like there. safety, safety eight on the team right now, probably. <laughs> oh my probably, God. but he's a good, he's a very good gunner. Uh, we signed him for two years, four and a half mil, four and a half, four point two million dollars. Uh, special teamer, because like Sean said, Herb. Urban loves his special teamers, so it's about they all you can say for way. that. I don't blame him. Like, 
Our I special like teams was bad before. Him so. and Claybrooks are going to be our gunners. I'm pretty excited about that. Him and Wingard. 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 Uh, Agnew. Pretty Agnew's good special part. teams squad. Agnew's a gunner? No, no. He's just, he's just saying special, special teams. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We've got, we got like four or five special teamers that are going to be some of the best in the league. Yeah, so that's special team signing. Then we re-sign somebody who the fans have called to re-sign for for a while. That Sean did not expect us to re-sign. But Smoot is back. Smoot! What was that? Smoot gang! I love Smoot. He's (laughs) awesome. I'll let Sean talk because I know Sean did not want to re-sign him. But Uh, I don't hate it. I just – it's hard to see where he fits in. Especially if we're going to run a lot more three four this year. Yeah, opinion. I have no idea either. He's going to have to put on weight to play in because I just I don't know I can't really see him standing up and rushing. He's just I don't know if he's that agile. Um, I would have rather have seen us take a guy like Tyus Bowser instead of resigning him. I feel like he came from the Ravens. He would have fit our scheme a lot better. Um, I don't hate it. He's uh, clearly a fan favorite, but uh. To y'all, I guess, but I just hey, that was Brian. I'm just, I mean, he, I like he just. Those, I guess he does make the most of his opportunities, but I just felt like with us playing a lot more four three. I mean, three four. Even though we're still going to play some four three, I just felt like getting a guy who's more scheme versatile would have benefited us better. I guess we'll find out what he's going to do on a three four. I think he plays end, but I feel like they're going to ask him to put on some weight. But I think he'll be able to do something. He's going to, like you said, like we all know, it's going to be rotation. So I'm curious to see how he does in rotation. And he was a good rusher. I don't remember how he was against the the, um, the run, but he was a good pass rusher at times. He just uh, didn't get enough play time to really showcase his abilities. But I like it. I hope he balls out. But if we'll he can get to like, to like maybe like 275, I think it's like 263, 265, somewhere there. around there. If he could just add like 10 pounds of muscle and, and, and get his strength up. To help with Rundy, he probably could play three four in a little bit. I just he's two forty nine. He's not. He's not two forty nine. I guarantee you. I guarantee you. He walks around a lot heavier than that. Probably. Quick update, but... real quick. Uh, just announced by the. Oh, this was an hour ago, but the NFL just announced a new matchup for twenty twenty one: Packers versus Chiefs. That's, yeah, that's gonna the seventeenth game. game. Oh, it is. Yes. Well, we'll, wow, we'll speak about what we'll, we have. We will be speaking about the seventeenth games later. Uh, I don't know why my color is getting so whack. There we go. It's fixed again. I don't know what keeps happening. On the that. official Jaguars website, Dewan Smoot is 6'3", 264. Okay, so I don't know what Google is smoking, but... He, he might have been 249 in college. I don't know. Maybe. But yeah, we re-signed him for two years, $10 million, so not too bad. No. Uh, then here's the next signing that Sean and I actually do have a similar agreement on. I don't know why this keeps doing this. But we signed Philip Dorsett to... What the heck is going on with my lighting? <laughs> No idea. And we're just going to deal with it. Uh, we resigned, or we resigned. We signed Philip Dorsett to one year, $1.127 million. So we paid him dirt cheap. But I still I don't think Philip is going to make the roster. The only way he makes the roster is if he's contributing in the return game, in my opinion. He yeah. is fast. He's probably the fastest receiver on the team. If he's, he's contributing, only speed. If he's contributing in the return game, I could see him making the roster as wide receiver six. If he's failing to establish himself in that role in training camp preseason, I just don't see how it works out for him. I think he's Might one get... of the returners in kick returns. I don't think he's the punt returner. I think that's Agnew. But I think him and Agnew are on kick are on uh, kick returns, one to the have... left, one to the right. If they Is keep Dorse... the veteran practice squad spot, he might be able to get on that. 
Has Dorsett ever returned kicks? I, I do not know. I don't remember him ever returning kicks. I don't follow him like that. He's irrelevant. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just glad we only signed him for basically near the vet minimum. But. Kind of a veteran presence as well with um, – Along with uh, Marvin Jones, but I I like uh, I like Dorsett. It's cheap. So he reminds me he reminds me of a uh, Chris Conley, uh, fast but nothing else. Yeah. <laughs> Chris Conley's probably slightly better, but it's what it is. Anyways, the next signing. This was a bigger signing. Ray Sean Jenkins, four years, like thirty-five million dollars with the mm. max amount with incentives of thirty-nine and a half million dollars. Bringing a new safety to Jacksonville from the Chargers. Brian, what is your commentary on Ray Sean Jenkins, who's from Florida? Well, I, I'm probably my second favorite pick. I mean, all the pickups were great. I'd say he's probably number two or three. Um, we definitely needed that. Our safety group was oh, – it was bad. It was very bad. Josh Jones. And, uh, I mean – Wilson was fine. Gerard Wilson was fine, but he was serviceable at best. I think that we move Jenkins to free safety, and I think we end up, if we're lucky, we get Morig in uh, in the draft and move him to strong safety, and our safety positions are set for a while. That would be a dream scenario, but worst case, we put him back to strong safety, but he fits best in free safety. But I like it. Great signing, and I'm looking forward to seeing how our secondary does next year with the signings and things we've done with re-signings as well. All right, Sean. So this is probably my favorite signing out of all of them uh, so far. Uh, people are going to say they'll be overpaid for him because he's, I think he's making like around $8.5 million or something like that a year. Um, they're like, why didn't you throw – why didn't you just get John Johnson? Well, he tried, apparently, so – Ray he Johnson. also is making like three million more than <laughs> Rashawn Jenkins is. Um, this guy is is gonna bring back that that nasty edge to the defense that we had when we had Jalen Ramsey. This guy is the trash talker supreme. If you haven't seen Rashawn Jenkins mic'd up versus the Jaguars last year, I guarantee you should uh, probably watch that. He was talking all kinds of trash, especially I think he was targeting Cam Robinson with a lot of the trash. <laughs> it was pretty good. Um, this guy is, is, is a physical big hitter. Uh, his tackling is spotty at times, I'll admit, but, uh, he's, he's, he's another one of those ascending players that I was talking about earlier. A guy that we're going to get, who is just going to be coming into his own, hasn't scratched the surface of his potential yet. He's played a little bit more over the, I think he played a lot last year because of the Derwin James injury, but, uh. I'm excited for this one, guys. I just think this guy, he's, he's very versatile. I think he could come to, he could play in the box. I think he can play coverage. Uh, I love the dude's attitude. When I watch him speak in press conferences and stuff, I, I like his attitude, and I'm just a big fan. Facts. Uh, so many people don't like this signing in the media. It's, it's quite interesting because – They think we overpaid when we could have got John Johnson or Anthony Harris or somebody of the sort. They say we they say we we overpaid these kind of people when the Patriots are overpaying every human being in free agency and yeah. they're getting and all they're getting is praise like oh my gosh Bill Belichick is making moves because he's overpaying them with they've given up the second most guaranteed money in like the past couple decades I think um, which that's not a good recipe 
but I think we're first in that list or third close. No, we're we're uh for, I'm pretty sure that we were up there. It was like us and the Jets too. I think number one was the Dolphins from last year. Jeez. But, oh, you mean in one season? Yeah, in one off season. Okay, I'm talking about collectively over the last like Oh, oh yeah, we're, we're like the tops. <laughs> we'll talk. We'll talk about that. But the next signing uh, is uh, Carlos Hyde. He, we're bringing him back. Yeah, he was on, he was on the team in 2018, and we cut him. Then he went to the Houston, had a 1K season. Then he went to the Seahawks, I believe, and now he is back for two years, four and a half million dollars as a backup running back to take some to take some stress off James. Uh, Sean, how do you feel about signing Carlos? Nah. It's just this is a total Urban Meyer pick, in my opinion. He's familiar with Carlos Hyde. Carlos Hyde is okay. I mean, he doesn't really offer you much different than James Robinson does. I would rather have seen us picked up somebody with some speed. But I mean, maybe we'll draft somebody with speed and this guy could just be like a a breather, give James Robinson a breather, like you said, and maybe just get like six to eight touches a game, that kind of deal. But, I mean, yeah. it's just it's just a meh signing for me. All right, Brian. Yeah, it's 100% Urban Meyer slamming the table probably for him. And Trent Balk. Balk drafted him, I believe. Yeah, Balky. that was that was Trent Balky. Balky. Yeah. Hey, we, we, we confirmed it. That's how you say it. I know. What is it? <laughs> Balky. Balky. Oh. Yeah, I, I mean, he's fine. It's nothing impressive. It's just like a man. It's like a eh, kind of signing. Day two, day three kind of signing. Um, running back two, running back three. I hope we – I'd imagine we'll pick someone up in the draft. Somebody speedy, shifty. Um, I forgot who it was that Sean really wants. Uh, Stay like, tuned for our mock drafts and you will see. Oh, yeah. Yeah, these, it's somewhere – it's like somewhere in the mid-rounds, late rounds that he wants a running back, which is perfect. No need to draft a running back too high because everybody is apparently wanting – Travis Etienne at round uh, – I am slowly on board, getting on board with him at 33, no earlier. I would be okay with it, but I feel like there's better options at 33. It, like, it I'd be annoyed, determined – just determine who else was available if I would be annoyed or not. But If he's at 45 and you've taken Pat Fryermuth at 33, then I'm fine with it. But he if, won't be. Yeah, I, didn't, I don't think so. But All right, let's, uh, let's try to get the rest of these signings before this time runs out. Yeah, yeah, we might have to split this, but the next signing is we re-signed Sidney Jones. It took long enough, but Sidney Jones is back for one year, as we predicted. Uh, it's great to see him back, prove it year. Hopefully, he does good. Then we signed we signed a tight end, guys. We did. Who do you think we signed? You got any guesses? You got any guesses, guys? <sighs> Somebody I never heard of until he got name. signed. Chris Manhurts. <laughs> Man, he's a blocking tight end. Apparently, you know he's, really, he's a really good it. blocker, honestly. I'll be the Dang. first to say it. It's a solid signing for what he does because he's one of the best blockers in the league, and you need that. We didn't have any good blockers. So. We haven't had a good blocking tight end since Mercedes Lewis left, yeah. which is so, still a criminal offense. Caldwell and company should be charged and hung at the stake, burned at the stake for getting rid of Mercedes Lewis. I said it. Yeah, I, like, I mean, I'm fine with it. He's, um, he's a blocking tight end. That's it. You know, I, I like it. But we need Apparently a, a pass-catching so. tight end in the draft, and that was where we pick up, hopefully, Fryermuth. But we'll get to that at a later time. Or as you're a fan of somebody else that we might talk yeah, about Yeah, I wouldn't later. mind trading up for... Hey, 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 hey. We, we will get to that segment later. Roll through okay. the free agents. We got like... 
probably yeah, we're gonna have no. There's there's a lot of moves. There's a lot a lot of stuff left. Holy crap! Yeah, uh, we signed Manhurts to two years, six and a half, six point six million dollars. It's fine. Then we signed defensive end Jihad Ward from the Ravens, two years, five million dollars. So watch right. his watch his introductory conference if you have not. The dude gave me the creeps, man. He, but then also like his intensity in his eyes, bro. You can see he wants to to make something special happen. He made a huge play in the playoffs. Also, he walked off and flipped off the Tennessee fans. So he's good in my yeah, book. We're already on board with him. Hashtag man crush. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, Jihad Ward. He's a uh, gonna be a role player, I think. But then. The entire city of Jacksonville is about to burn down because we have not spent money. Then all of a sudden, Adam Schefter tweets, the, Jagu <laughs> the Jaguars have signed cornerback from Seattle, Shaquille Griffin, three years, $44.5 million. <laughs> that was my favorite signing. That was my, see, that's my figure. Hey, 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 I just want to say, we're signing a guy. He's who's starting to hit his hit his stride. He's another uh, one of those guys, man. I'm talking about. He's from UCF. Sound familiar? So, yes. You want to answer hey. my question? Sound familiar? Whenever uh, we brought in AJ Boye, whenever Ramsey was going in his second season, and, and who's going, going into, into their, their second, second year? season? Brian, who's going into their second season? CJ Henderson. All right, sorry. Henderson's guys. about to have a breakout year. But yeah, oh, both of them. The entire city of Jacksonville went from burning down because people were upset we weren't signing anyone big. To everyone's like, oh, Balky sucks, to now, Balky masterclass! <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was really fun. But this is the signing where we're going to head to break, and then we're going to finish the signings off because we'd just, we just be rushing through the rest of them. Right. So, yeah, uh, let's just go ahead and talk about Sha Shaquille real quick. He's actually pretty good. He's not. He did have some inconsistency moments that I've heard from a lot of Ravens, or Ravens, Seahawks fans. Yeah. But I think he can fix that. AJ Boye. He here. He's going to be playing a role, a a cornerback two role here, which he was he was covering all the ones for Seattle. So that'll be huge. He'll be he's playing be a lockdown if he's playing cornerback two with Hendo Henderson playing. Yeah, he's that's super, great he's super for him. fast too, man. Four three guy. All That's the way. really good for him. I, I completely forgot he was a he was covering ones. He's covering twos. That dude is gonna be like yeah. He's gonna be just like Bouye, but probably better because he's younger, and faster. So that's yeah, I'm, that's exciting. I'm, I'm so excited for this signing. We really needed a corner, and we went out and did it. For some people want to say it's an overpay, but look, it it's the same price William Jackson was. So our secondary literally went from being dog crap to being like actually not that bad anymore like with if henderson pro progresses like how you expect him to you add shaq griffin who was an up-and-coming guy Sidney jones was playing at cb1 level when he did play last year trey henderson is a good nickel and then you add rayshon jenkins and then you still have jared wilson slash daniel thomas as the other safeties we could probably draft a guy still too secondary is coming together y'all yeah that, that was a big issue especially for chasen chasen at the end of the year he was getting pressures but he couldn't get sacks not because he couldn't finish but because the secondary was so bad he couldn't so cover long enough. everybody was hurt you're, you're starting josiah scott and clay brooks out there it's and herndon you're like what do you it was bad <laughs> it was bad but yeah guys we're gonna see you in a second to continue these signings see you guys in a second we're back so let's go ahead and continue the Jags free agency moves. So the next thing, actually, this is yet to happen, which 
I hope it happens. I thought it happened already, but Shaquem Griffin, the brother of Shaquille Griffin, everybody, he's, he was expected to sign with us. He hasn't signed with anybody yet, and I still expect him to sign with us. I just don't know when because he'd be a great special teamer. He's really good. He's really fast. He'd be good depth. He'd be good depth at linebacker, and he's going to get his first interception with us. If he signs with the Jacksonville Jaguars, he's going to pick off Carson Wentz with no hand. Six so. I think it's so. Bold, it's a bold take for a player we don't have yet. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so the next move, oh, this one's a little bit depressing. We initially agreed to term <laughs> with Tyson Alualu, former Jaguar. Uh, top was he a top? He was a top ten pick, I believe. Yeah, he um, was tenth overall. He was tenth overall. He was in two thousand ten. Tenth overall in two thousand ten. He was not good with us. So we let him go. He goes to the Steelers. He develops well, and he has his best year as a player. Uh, last year. Last year. He's in his third playing, playing nose tackle for them, surprisingly. Yeah, uh, he had his best year last year. So he agrees to terms to come back to the Jags for two years, $6 million. And then just a couple days ago, thankfully, the podcast actually got postponed. Otherwise, we the news would have broke while we were recording. That would have been... That would have been bad. Funny. Yeah. That would have been bad. That would have been right. shambles. I think we all were mad about that, but I was so mad at I was mad at first, but mad at first. I was upset at first, but then the like reasoning behind it came out. So apparently he got COVID and it was delayed by over almost two weeks, which allowed him time to think things over. And apparently he's got like how his dream house there, his kids are in school there, and a couple other things, and he just said, you know what, I'm gonna stick here and finish my career here so you he's know, also like, screwed like, the jags yes he's also like 33 so it's like yeah oh well yeah he we he was gonna come here and he was gonna be good for the rotation but he backed out after being stuck there because of covid which it sucks but nothing to overreact about we honestly we we traded for who you're going to say we traded for coming up. That probably also will. He was, if you wanted to play nose here, cause he had his best year as a nose, he probably saw that and was like, eh. yeah, maybe not anymore. Yeah. Then the next move we made was we signed a wide receiver before the Ravens, <laughs> the Ravens fans. They, they, they were really salty at us cause they wanted DJ Chark. They wanted this guy, Marvin Jones, but instead, bargain, they never get either. What a great signing. But my second we, favorite signing. We signed Marvin Jones for only two years, fourteen and a half million dollars. So seven, absolute steal. Seven and a quarter million dollars a year. What a steal! Ridiculous. He's thirty-one. Looks like he's twenty-five. I thought he was thirty. I think he's gonna be thirty-one before season starts. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's. Oh God, he's exactly he what this team needed. He had nine touchdowns last year. He's such a good safety net for a young quarterback like Trevor Lawrence. Oh, yeah. When you, look at, his, when you look at his either. stats at face value, if you're a stats guy, I hate you, by the way. If you yeah. look at his stats, they don't look – they don't jump off the field. The yards don't anyway. But this guy makes big plays, man. And he He's a red zone what, threat. He has what we in the fantasy football <laughs> realm call the Marvin Jones game every year where the dude just goes off for like – 180 yards, three touchdowns in a game. It's called the Marvin Jones game. <laughs> and I expect him to have one for us against Xavier Rhodes twice a year. Yep. 
I I, I love the signing. It's my second favorite behind Shaquille. Or is it Shaquem? Shaquille. Shaquille. Okay. Second behind Shaquille. I wanted to pick Marvin, but Shaquille was like the biggest splash. But like the value of Marvin coming to the Jags, not only just being wide receiver three. I think he's going to be wide receiver three, but ultimately three starters are on the field anyways. I think he's going to be two, wide receiver two. I could uh, see him being two year one. And then maybe alternating with uh, Chenault, but yeah, the the value he provides just in terms of veteran presence and how good he is as a runner, route runner too, and how much he can help develop Chark even more and Chenault because Chenault's in his second year. It's going to be a boost that they desperately needed. Even Colin Johnson needed that too. Everybody in that on that roster needs that presence of Marvin Jones, veteran sh- leadership, everything. And for the money that we got him for, it's probably one of the best value signings we could have had. And I obviously wasn't Galladay or Samuel, but for starters, Samuel was paid a lot. And then Galladay? I'm not paying Galladay that money. Ridiculous. I was like, oh, no, I'm good. After seeing how much he got from the Giants, I'm like, I'm very happy with Marvin Jones. He got like a third of what he got, which is ridiculous. So... Marvin Jones is phenomenal. I can't wait. I was, uh, I was watching Jags drive time earlier, and uh, Jaguars' most hated commentator, Brian Sexton, who I actually think has gotten a lot better since he found out we were getting Lawrence. He seems more pleasant. Anyway, he had a great uh, comparison. He said – this is before your guys' time probably. He said, this is uh, similar to when we signed uh, Keenan McCardell in 1996, where once you brought him in, his – Veteran leadership. Everyone knew their role at that point. Lightning and thunder. From from, from Jimmy from Jimmy Smith to Keenan McCardell to the third option at the time was Willie Jackson. Everybody knew their role once Keenan got there. So I think he's going to come in, be the number two. Chark's going to be the one. Chanel the three. Everybody's going to know their role. I think they're just going to explode. Even Chanel at three is still good because he's I'm still on the field. Explode. He's still on the field, but I think I think once Marvin's gone, which he's only there two years, I think after that he's done. But once he's done, then that solidifies Chenault as number two, and then number three will be whoever we get. But yeah, they Jones probably alternate though between two years. Have two rings. He'll have two rings by then, so it's okay. <laughs> but yeah, this is a really good signing. It's probably the best guy you could sign for a rookie quarterback, just because he's such a good safety net there. He knows he's he's a, he creates separation. He can make crazy catches he's a red zone threat and like sean said if you're a stats guy he may not have the yards necessarily but he's had nine touchdowns in both of the most pre- in both of the previous seasons so huge yeah. that's he's pretty good he's a playmaker so and Adam, if you look at all the contracts that were signed for wide receivers this is bulky master class right you here. gotta love it you gotta love his his, his deal is immaculate all right so then the next move we traded a seventh rounder for Malcolm Brown from the Saints, which I love this because Malcolm Brown, he's, he's very good for a seventh rounder. We also, before we go into more about Malcolm Brown, we also gave him a new contract of two years, $11 million. Sean, how do you feel about Malcolm? I think uh, they traded a seventh round pick and they got a starting nose tackle. Uh, I'm still a big Devon Hamilton fan. This is not a slight to him at, at all, but uh, he's a second-year player. Malcolm Brown is a proven veteran. I think they'll rotate pretty just as like everyone else will on the D-line, but this guy will probably be the starting guy, like the guy out there you know, on the first drive or, or whatever. 
but uh, you're getting a starting caliber nose tackle for a seventh round pick, and then you give him a deal that is peanuts to the how much salary cap we have available. How can you not call that a win? It's also a great decision because putting all that weight on Hamilton would have been possibly a disaster. I mean, obviously he, he knows how to handle it considering he did it last year, but I think that takes a lot of stress off of him. And I think that the rotation is going to keep both of them relatively fresh and it'll also help develop him too. I think that the, his development is going to take a big boost to getting Malcolm Brown, who's proven. And I, I think that the rotation is going to help everybody. And Malcolm Brown's really solid too. Like Saints fan. I think my friend is a Saints fan. He was like, Oh, he, he was like, ah, he's all right. He's not that great. And I'm like, I feel like he was. He just didn't want to get us excited. But I did He's, he's a nose tackle. They don't make the splashes. Saints fans are trying – and Saints fans are trying to downplay any player that they're getting rid of because they've had yeah. to get rid of so many players. And they, they got rid of a lot of people. And, and they're but, tired of everybody saying that. But who, who have they gotten rid of that was really of any consequence to them? Not really. And, and, and they got rid of $90 million and they're under the cap. This is why Sour Cap is fake. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Malcolm Brown, that's a big signing. I love the defensive tackle or defensive line in general depth that we're going to have. Uh, keeping that rotation like Baltimore did with Joe Cullen, and it worked. So it makes sense. Fresh legs, man. They kill. Especially uh, if the defense hopefully won't be on the field as much. So Fingers crossed. We'll see. <laughs> yeah, then the next move, this one, this one came out of nowhere. And I think everybody on Jag's Twitter was actually kind of like, whoa, no way. <laughs> uh, we traded DJ Char. Oh, wait, no, actually, we traded Josh Oliver to Baltimore. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, who? Baltimore fans were like, who? They who saw, is this? They saw, this isn't a wide receiver. I'm like, wait, wait, wait. They saw they saw Jacksonville and Baltimore and trade in the same tweet, and they and, and they, they had a out. heart attack. Yeah, they actually tried to paint this. Well, if he's going to perform well anywhere, it's going to be here. We know how to develop tight ends. It's good luck getting this dude on the field, bro, to develop. He broke <laughs> his foot. In he a had a non-contact broken foot. Played four games all in the last year. two seasons. Three catches, 15 yards, career stats. Like, come on, bro, get out of here. One of the I biggest mean, busts in franchise history. He's just as bad, if not worse, than James Sample. That that was David Caldwell reaching for a tight end because we have he, – still, to this day, we have failed to secure one. <laughs> oh, God. That, that was hilarious. The guy could not stay healthy, and he wasn't even that good with the moments he played. I'm just happy. He wasn't even a good prospect coming out. Exactly. I'm just glad he's off the team. All we got for him is a conditional seventh. So if he makes the roster, we get a seventh. If if he doesn't make the roster, we get nothing. Which it's oh, basically well, they were gonna they're gonna, they're cut, gonna him cut him anyway. Anyways, exactly. <laughs> so <laughs> that's, that's the, that's the everyone's just, like ah, that deal kind of sucks because we don't we, we don't get anything unless he gets on the roster. It's like you're gonna cut the guy anyway. You're gonna, it's a you, sixth round pick. Like you gave your you gave yourself yeah. a chance to get something versus you're gonna get nothing by cutting him. Yeah, didn't, like, didn't we draft people, him in the third round? Yes. Yeah. So the value best. out of it, if we do get that sixth, is huge because the new regime. Seven. Now if this all well, he'd be coming for his throat. Yeah, it's the seventh. Go for his throat because it's like, why would you get him for a third and give him for a, you know? But new regime, they did what they needed to. I'm glad they got rid of Josh Oliver. I was a fan of him when we first picked him. I was like, oh, maybe he could be a good development project. No. Bulky no. master class continues. Bulky knew what he was doing. I just hope we draft a tight end. 
but we'll we'll find out in 30 days. You know, it's kind of funny seeing all the videos, like Raven, like all the hype videos or or the highlight videos for Josh Oliver. They're 30 seconds, but half the video is the same play, just from five right. different angles. Right. <laughs> like, come on now, the dude is trash. Give me a break. But see, that one came out of left field. But Please. then, then free agency officially started, and we re-signed. James O'Shaughnessy, another guy I met, so it's cool to have him resign for one year, one point five nine million dollars. Basically, dirt cheap for a decent depth tight end. He'll, has, be an, he'll be an okay tight end two, a really good tight end three. He has his yeah, moments. He, he problem is he had no really good quarterbacks to. He was ball. good when Minshew was playing good. He was. That's the thing. He was actually he solid. Like in 2019, he was really actually decent, but until he got hurt, and then yeah, that's why and then I like stunk in 2020. So, but yeah, I just don't know how at this point you just don't try to offer Tyler Eifert a league vet minimum deal to come back. Yeah. <laughs> it's just yeah. like, dude, you have nobody. The cupboard is bare. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, we resigned. Uh, we also resigned Rosas kicker. I have mm-hmm. no idea the contract details. It's probably, probably something minuscule. He's just going to be there for camp. I would imagine. Somebody tried to tell me that maybe re-signing Rosas means they like Rosas and they might cut Lambo, and I'm like, quit smoking. No. If, if anything, like I said, if they still allow you to do veterans with the practice squad, he'll probably go there. Probably, because, I mean, he was probably the best kicker of our 75 that we had last oh, year. Lord. Yeah, he was. He was decent. And, and it's good to have somebody as a backup that's not going to make us go through eight kickers. If Lambo does get hurt again, because he did struggle with injury last better year. Better than Steven Hauschka coming up short on a 49-yard field goal. Yeah, that, that was bad. That was bad. It was embarrassing. Um, then we resigned a bunch of other guys that are irrelevant that nobody even knows who no, they are. No, Adam Gotsis is not irrelevant. I have not gotten to him yet. You said He's... a bunch of guys who are relevant. <laughs> I, no, I'm referring to the initial moves that happened instantly as to be gone. I will get to I will get to him. About to say, you know, don't you say this to me? <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then we cut Rashawn Melvin, uh, who opted eh. out last year. He's like eh. 97 years old. Uh, we cut Al Woods, who also opted out. He's also Every, 97 years old. Everybody who opted out <laughs> is getting cut from their teams now, and not looking good, but. Uh, and we cut some other random guys that are relevant as well. Uh, then we re-signed the guy with the leg, Logan Cook. He's back for four more years. That was an extension, not a re-signing. Oh, that extension. Was that was I, a great extension. We, re- we extended him for four years, $12 million. I'll say he's probably a top five punter in the league. I don't care. Yep. Fight me. Him and Lambo at one point were uh, – both leading the ca- their category, their respective categories for kicker and punters. It's got to be arguably the best kicker punter combo in the league. I th- I think easily because Lambo's arguably the best kicker in the league, and you could like I said, Cook's probably top five. Top five, yeah. He's so consistent, getting kicks down in the and he delivers the big hits and on the way down too. He'll deliver exactly. the big hits. Exactly, Pat McAfee style. Hopefully, we don't need to do that anymore. We signed a bunch of gunners. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, we we extended him for four years, twelve million dollars. This was another fun, another fun one that made the fan base happy. Uh, then we claimed wide receiver Jean Vea Johnson. I have no idea if I said that properly. I don't even know who he is. He's a wide receiver who played with our, or he was on the practice squad with Dallas, and uh, so the wide receiver coach was like him. 
Yeah. Yeah, it's a comp. He has a uh, connection with the wide receiver coach. He's fast. I think I, I yeah, I think I googled him. I think he's like a four three guy, isn't he? Yeah. I, I don't know what else he is, but we claimed him. He'll probably be a practice squad guy here if he makes the roster. Uh, then we let Trevor Lawrence pick his own backup quarterback. <laughs> we signed C.J. Bethard, two years, five, mil- $5 million incentives. This is not Alex Smith like we wanted, but, I mean, it's Bethard's kinda- a good backup. I don't want to hear oh, it. I know there's, there's a couple guys that didn't like it. I'm like, you kidding me? He was pretty solid on a bad 49ers team. He's Definitely got a better arm than Minshew. He's mobile. Yeah. So he's what we expected from Minshew, except in a starting caliber role. Like this guy is mobile. He's not like Minshew with his happy feet. He has a better arm. So well, he, was also, forbid, he was also a third round pick compared yeah, to Yeah. And God Minshew. forbid he goes, Trevor goes down. We got a good backup. And the most important thing besides a starting quarterback is a very good backup. And he's definitely better than Minshew. So. Yeah, and like I said, uh, I said I said that we let Trevor pick his backup. They, him, and Bethard actually hung out like a couple weeks ago, which it's kind yeah, of funny, funny and ironic. They were at some like private opening for some like gaming testing, testing, testing games or something. Yeah, yeah. Trevor was still in his sling. Yeah, yeah. kind of hurts to see, but he'll be fine. Non throwing, I ain't worried about it. And it's non throwing, yeah, non throwing arm, so that's good. Yeah, so we re-signed Bethard, or re-signed, we signed Bethard, and then, okay, we re-signed somebody who's not irrelevant, Adam Gotsis, Gotsis, however Gotsis? it's pronounced. Gotsis. Adam Gotsis is a very good run defender, as Sean has mentioned multiple times. He's a trash um, pass rusher, but he's very good at run defense, so he's a rotational which player. Which we struggled with, so I am very happy with that. And we got After him seeing, for... After signed him, I was like, oh, good. We got him for the same price as Philip Dorsett, $1.127 million one year. Let me just say that my re-signings uh, predictions from the video we did, what I think was like our first video, uh, is was looking very, very uh, gloomy at the beginning of this uh, free agency period. And it's all of a sudden taking a really good swing back at my favor because I had Gossis on there, Herndon, <laughs> Jones, and uh, Chatley. And once they got those four guys back, I was like, Looking pretty good. Only guy I had on there that he didn't bring back was Eifert, Eifert, but he could still come back. He still could. I, I didn't have Smoot on there, though. I didn't have Smoot. Crucify me. <laughs> <laughs> and then, oh, you didn't have this guy either. We re-signed safety Josh Jones. Yeah, I don't know. He's depth. Nah. He's depth. He was he was a trash camp, can on the body. field. Can't body. Like, can't body. Yep. People overreacted about this, acting like it's not yeah. obviously depth. Like, <laughs> why like, would he yeah. Oh my God, this guy sucks! Da, 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 da. You realize you got to get the roster to ninety by training camp, right? Yeah, <laughs> you're not going to get all rookies to fill every all the remaining slots. So that was the most recent and final Jags move that has occurred so far. So that is the entire Jags free agency up to now. Uh, let me go ahead and mark that down. Nineteen twenty. Um, so yeah, that's Jags free agency. If you guys have any questions or stuff you think, there's nothing we missed. But if you have any questions, you can comment those below. But now, let's speak about the NFL adding a 17th game. Officially today, the NFL announced that there will be a 17th game. And this year, the a- they rotate who gets the home game. This year, it'll be AFC. Next year, NFC, AFC, NFC, AFC, NFC. Rotating. So we get a home game this year. And how it works is... The worst team in the AFC division plays the worst team 
in the NFC division of their same, like AFC West and NFC West. Yeah, it's just so, seeded by ranking. If you were first, you're playing the first. If you're second, you're playing the second ranked. So, so on and so forth. So, for example, AFC South, NFC South. The Jags were the worst in the AFC South, so we play the worst in the NFC South, who is the Falcons. So we play the Falcons at home for our 17th game. Next, that's actually that's actually a very big deal for us because if we are a surprise team next year, that's an extra quote unquote easy game, easier game for us than the rest of the teams in the division because it's not the Panthers or the Buccaneers, the Saints. Who knows how they're going to be? But uh, that's actually a big deal for us, in my opinion. The Colts have to play the Buccaneers. And the Tennessee Titans have to play the Saints, so that really helps us. And then the Texans, who cares? Texans Panthers Panthers should wipe the Texans. Yeah, they should smoke them. Uh, and Especially when they, when they get Deshaun Watson. And another interesting matchup that looks, that looks going to look really fun next year is the Chiefs play the Packers. <coughs> I'm so excited about that one. Like, I really like this formula because it's going to create so many big matchups and it'll keep it's, the trash matchups. It's also going to create games like you don't really see often, especially if it's – well, is it is the next year going to be the same division that we face again? Like no, it's, it, it's, I think it's going to rotate. It's the same formula they use when making the schedules to begin with. Like, okay. Th like this year, I think we play like an AFC – I think we play an AFC um, – AFC North. AFC North team. So it's the worst – whoever was worse, which is the Bengals. We play the Bengals this year. Yeah, that's... it just rotates. That rotates like every four years. Yeah, so they're, so... Just, they're just they're just adding a different rotation into for the seventeenth game. I would imagine. Right. Yeah, this is this is really good for Trevor for the team and everything to get an easier game. That's a home game as well this year. So if that's we are in playoff contention, this game could really help us. It it could really help us because it also could hurt the Titans and Colts. Yeah, because they have a harder team. We have an easier team, and. This, <laughs> It's a big deal. And if you come in the comments saying it doesn't matter because you're the Jaguars and you're, you're not going to win, uh, six games last year decided by four points or less. Exactly. Four of those games. games. If Lambo is healthy, we go at least five. And if five we had a quarterback who could hit an open receiver last year. If we have a we quarterback. Could've, we could have we been seven and, and nine. Exactly. Wow. Literally just so. a kicker kept us away from winning five or six games. And then a quarterback who couldn't hit open receivers. Imagine so don't tell me, yeah. Don't, don't tell me a healthy kicker, better coaching, and a better quarterback can't get you to the playoffs next year. I don't want to hear it. And we have more guys from free agency too. Not even just those three things. So I'm saying, don't want to hear it. So <laughs> don't don't be surprised if the Jags go crazy next year. The defense is already loads better than last year, anyway. For sure, especially with the, the defensive coordinator with a brain. Mm. Colin is going to be good. All right, so I just had to get that off my chest. Sorry, it was passionate. <laughs> now, now uh, we're going to pause for a second so I can pull up an image and we can start talking about the next thing. See you guys in a second. We are back. So now what we're going to be doing is to continue the free agency talk of this episode, we are going to review all the Jags free agency moves from 2017 to 2020 because this chart was tweeted uh, not too long ago, charting the amount of money that was spent uh, for free agencies or for free agents and the record. And obviously the Jags have spent the most money, almost nearly the most money and have nearly the worst record. So I decided let's go ahead and review the free agency moves. We'll start with 2017. Calais, 
Campbell, defensive line, four years, $60 million, graded on an A, B, C, D, F scale. I give it an A. That's an A, easy. I mean, dude, probably one of the best free agent signings in the history of this franchise. Yeah, easily. agree. He, I mean, he could arguably be in the ring on the ring, ring, of, honor. ring of honor after only three seasons. I mean, there depends on how you feel about that. But yeah. I would put him in the ring of honor because of what he did for the community as well yeah. on top of. 100%. Like Let's pause will. for a second. Let's take a look at this chart and actually analyze it in, 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 in its entirety. You want to be, in my opinion, in the top left quadrant. Correct? Yeah. Yeah. Top yes. left. What do Steelers. The teams who are high up there, what do they all have in common? They, they draft didn't well. spend much they have and they're winning. Franchise type quarterbacks. Yeah. Yeah. Or they had something similar. Or they, they invested in a quarterback. And actually, you could say the Rams, their defense is. Amazing. The Vikings, they drafted, they drafted Seahawks, but look Rams, at this, like Chiefs, kind of. Patriots Mahomes. are hidden right there. Patriots Chiefs, are gonna. Move yeah, up. they had Brady the whole time. Chiefs, Chiefs have Mahomes. Yeah. You got Breeze up here, and then you got Lamar ben Roethlisberger. Slash. Yeah, Lamar, Lamar Jackson. Jackson slash what's his name? Because this is also Flacco. In 2017. Slash Flacco. Flacco. You got Russell Wilson. You had Jared Goff, Aaron Rodgers, Kirk Cousins. Slash, I don't remember. Uh, they had um, Case Keenum. Keenum. And then Titans had, is kind of a, a fluky one. You had good Carson Wentz as well yeah. for the Eagles. Yep. And it, but once you get closer to the line, it doesn't, really, it doesn't really matter. You want to be in that high top left portion. Those All those teams, say what you want about Jared Goff. He, he played decent enough. For he got him to a Super Bowl. Bowl so. yeah. All those teams have franchise. You just can't stress enough how much a franchise quarterback means to a team. And now yep. let's go down here to the Jets. These teams either tried no to get one and they missed. They missed on them. The Raiders probably have the best car. Or car. No, Lions. Lions probably had the best one. Oh yeah, you're, I forgot because I, I already forget that they had Matt Stafford. Yeah. They had a franchise quarterback, but they're freaking they had nothing else. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's the Lions. It's like, it's like the Rams. The Rams. They're, they're like they're like uh, polar opposites because Rams quarterback is okay, not that great, but the rest of their team was terrific. Yeah. It's crazy. Dolphins didn't really have a franchise quarterback. The Giants kind of, but not really. Yeah. I just wanted to point that out. That that's just if you look at it, how much the a quarterback Buffalo means to Bills. a team, you can you can not spend your money and still win if you have a quarterback. That's the Bills finally the Bills got are an cash. outlier. Bills yeah. are an outlier here. Cause they have a good record as well as they've spent a, a lot of money. So that's yeah, they spent the most. They're just yeah, ahead of the Jets. Yeah. They also have a they also have a quarterback on a rookie deal. Yeah. <laughs> that's the thing <laughs> yeah for sure so i yeah, just wanted to point that out moral of the story is far. you're here you're likely going to have a winning record if you have a franchise quarterback and don't spend much but if you spend enough you spend on helping your quarterback or you're just really good in the draft yeah because you don't have to spend much i just wanted to point that out before we went before just analyze this chart real quick yeah actually we're going to go ahead and take a break before we uh, go over all the free agency moves and then we'll be back to talk about all the free agency moves so We'll see you guys in a second. We're back, guys. So let's go ahead and get into these free agency moves from the Jags over the past three years. So we're going to grade them on an A to F scale uh, per usual. Uh, obviously, Calais, I think we all already we already said this. A from me, A from Brian. Sean? A. 
Are we keeping it like simple, like just grading it? Or are we going in depth with these guys? I mean, we'll, I we can go into depth, but I think there's a lot of people. Just grade it. Just yeah, let's just grade it. it. There's a lot of people. Yeah. The Jaguars fans know who they are and how yeah. they played. Yeah. Boy, AJ Boye, I'm going to give this a A. Yeah, I'm going to say A. Yeah, he give it a B plus. Yeah, I was thinking B plus A. If it was, he's. If it he, was never, he was never going to finish his contract, but I think he was instrumental in, in Ramsey's development. Exactly. Yes. Which doesn't really affect us at all anymore. But Barry Church. I'm going to get – oh, wait. Boye was five years, $67.5 million, by the way. So kind of a yeah. lot of money. He was never going to play that contract out. Yeah. Barry Church. I'm going to give him a B minus. I'll give him a C plus. C plus. He was four years, $6 million per. I don't know the full amount of That's that. That's it? But wow. Yeah. Uh, he was instrumental in 2017, but he was hot trash in 2018, got cut, and then retired. So. And he really only had one good year, so I'm giving him a C plus. Yeah. yeah. I'm giving him a B, a B minus just because the contract was cheap. Um, then we traded for Brandon Albert, offensive line. We sent a seventh rounder. Uh, he never played it down. He's an F. Yeah, an F. F. <laughs> I almost forgot about him, to be honest. Uh. Lorente McRae, $3.5 million. I'm going to give this a B because he's Great special a, he's been our special teams captain. He opted out last year, but besides that, he was our special teams captain almost every year. Is he still in the squad? Yeah, he's, still in, he's the only guy who opted out who didn't get cut. Yeah, I'll give him a B. Yeah. He made it through opt-out cuts. And he was only $3.5 <laughs> million. So. Yeah. Uh, Watford, inside offensive line, two years, $6 million. F, I have no idea who this dude F. is. I don't think he ever played. I'll give him an F. He didn't do anything. Yeah. Then we re-signed Abry Jones. Abry uh, Jones. Abry I'll Jones. A, I'll give him a B minus because he was pretty long, long tenured. He was four years, sixteen million dollars. So I'll give him a B plus because he's a long tenured. He was a vet presence. He was, he was, he was key. Right. Yeah, he was pretty solid. I'll give him a B. Uh, he's gone now. So B. It wasn't. It wasn't great. It wasn't terrible. He was a B. We re-signed Walters, two years, $1.86 million. Ryan I'll Walters? It, yeah. Yeah, I'll give it a D just because it was so cheap. I'll give him yeah. a C minus because he was all he made some clutch third down catches from the slot. I'll give him a C minus. I'll give him a, a C minus. I'll be nice. His name's Brian. Yeah. Well, <laughs> no, and the fact that it's spelled wrong, you know what? D plus because it's spelled improperly. <laughs> That's, yeah, D plus. Sorry, bud. And then it's our favorite player, Tyler Shatley. He gets an uh, A, a plus. A plus. plus. <laughs> he got a two-year dude's, dude's dirt cheap, and he could probably be a top center if he actually started somewhere. Dude, doesn't, I don't really notice the difference between him and Linder. Yep. That's, the, that's the 2017. So what do you guys give the 2017 overall? I'll give it an A. I'll give it a B minus. Yeah, B, actually. Solid B. There's a lot of Fs in there. That's true, <laughs> but the but the big there are small contracts. But the big signings were A's, yeah. The big yeah. the big signings were so instrumental that I think it's an A. I'll go B. I'll go B plus. Oh uh, yeah, I'll go A minus. Um, then on to twenty eighteen, where things start to get a little sketchy. <laughs> Austin Safarian Jenkins, tight end. F. F. Dude sucks. Was terrible. And then we cut him. He went to the Patriots and then got cut from the Patriots. He's trash. Uh. That was a desperate tight end signing. And we were really desperate at tight end that we signed Miles yeah. Paul. So he gets an F2. F? Yeah. I don't think he played it down either. So we signed two tight ends, and both were Fs. That just says our luck. We sign a tight end every year almost, and yep. they crash every time because it's a desperate signing. 
Uh, Don Carey, he's a special teamer. I don't know much. About uh, him. D. It's hard to estimate. It's hard to know special teamers unless they're big names. So I'll give him a D. I'll give him a D. Brian. I think he said. I'll he say said D. I said he F. Said F. I'll, say, I'll say D. DJ Hayden. I'll give him a. I'll give him an A. I'll give him an A because he was he was he was one of the best uh, slot corners in the league. He was until a last good, year. He was one of the best nickels for two years, and his contract was peanuts. To be honest. Yeah, A minus. <laughs> okay, uh, Dante Moncrief. You know he's got the name of a street in the city. Just kidding. He gets an F. Dude has brick hands. I'll F. give him a D. Yeah, I, I did not like. He him. actually put up some, a few, a couple yards, a couple touchdowns. Yeah. He actually got on the field. I'm, I'll give F guys who be signed and didn't show up. He got, he'll, he'll get a D for me. Yeah, I'll give him. I'll, you know what? That's a good I'll point. give him a D minus. I'll be nice. I'll give him a, a solid D because he did have a couple touchdowns. He was instrumental in Leonard Fournette getting suspended. That, <laughs> remember that fight? Yeah. That was, that was all yeah, because of that. He was like that. on the ground. Jeez. And then but, everyone started fighting. And he was yeah, still Don, on the Dante Moncrief. Didn't he just get cut from the Steelers, too? I think, I think he so. did. Yeah. Uh, I, I always think it's funny because he has the same name as a as a street in the city. But, hmm. but yeah, next signing was Andrew Norwell from the Carolina Panthers. I'm going to give this a B plus, a B minus a, because he sucked until this past year. I'll give it a B plus because I don't think he sucked until this past year. I think he was sneaky good. So I think people just give like him a hard time. Bad year, I think. Dude, dude's playing left to, next to left tackles who shouldn't start on, on NFL roster because Cam Robinson was hurt that one, one whole year. He probably had who? Yeah. Apple, Will, Will Richardson? Yeah, sorry, bud. I'm not going to mm. fault him for that one. Um, I'll give him a B plus only because it, why it's not an A for me is because his contract is kind of big. That's yeah. true. And then on to the re-signings of 2018. We re-signed Marquise Lee. We we just forgot everybody else. F. Yeah, I'm gonna give that an F. He he. How are you giving that anything? But he he didn't play. He was yeah, hurt. He oh, got that's re- right. He got oh, yeah, that's right. And never okay. played another I forgot down. about that. Yep. I thought he played. He played like two games. Yeah, he's F. Two yeah. years. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. I was I forgot he didn't really play at that point. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, I always liked him, man, as a person. Yeah. yeah. 2018. What do you grade it? I'm gonna grade it a D because DJK C. Yeah, I'll give it a C actually, because Norwell and Norwell Hayden. and Hayden save that class. <laughs> D minus or C minus. I'm sorry, C minus. C minus. <laughs> and on to 2019. Ah, what a fun free agency was this one. Nick Foles, four years, hundred and two million dollars, eighty-eight F. guaranteed. That's F an in F. Chat. F minus actually. That's an F because it was an egregious contract, and he F played like chat. three games for us or four games. And then he got benched. He got hurt, and then he got benched. Like for a sixth round rookie, <laughs> who's who's trash too. He did have the greatest throw ever completed in Jaguar Stadium, though. <laughs> oh yeah, that, that first nice. throw that, that he got that hurt. That's when he got hurt on that chart. That freaking throw was insane. We got care. all excited, and then we realized he was hurt, and we we're like, <laughs> I was like, oh, it's season. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's an F. Chris Conley, I'll give it a C. I'll give him a C. Yeah, great leadership. Oh, he was great leadership. Yeah. He had a, he had a career year with us, uh, and he actually helped us win a couple games. I mean, he helped us. He if it wasn't for him, I doubt we win the Raiders game. Uh, yeah, yeah. So he His helped hands us. Were su- hands were suspect. He was pretty fast. He had a good statistical season with Minshew. He's a gr- great leader on and off the field. That's why he gets yeah, the, off the field. I'll, I'll give him a C field. plus. But he he was terrible last year. Except, but I do we did really appreciate him off the field. Uh, C then, plus for me. Cedric Ogbuehi, uh, offensive tackle. He he was supposed to fill in when Cam Robinson got hurt. Oh, but he I know, got I know, hurt you, too. I know you're talking about Cedric Ogbuehi. 
I would, he, he went somewhere else. After he was the first. Season. He was the yeah. first round, first rounder from the Bengals, I believe. Yeah, he didn't even do anything a, with us. He ended up. No, he's, a, he's, a, he's an F major bust. He went, yeah. he went to yeah. Seattle after us, I believe. Yeah. I'm pretty sure he just signed a contract to the, today. Actually, I think I saw his name in the headlines. Oh. Yep. Yeah, F. He was supposed to play when Cam Robinson got hurt, and then he yeah. didn't. So he's we ended F. up with Will Richardson, our third string left tackle, yeah. uh, and then our annual tight end signing that never works out, Jeff Swaim, F. Actually, he played, so maybe a D minus. Did he play? It was not very much. He had a couple. He he, remember, we had all the tight end injuries in 2019. I'll give him an F, F plus. Yeah, I'll give him an F still. <laughs> it was terrible. We claimed him off of, I think. No, he was the beast on Madden, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and then we re signed AJ Can. I'll give this one a B minus. AJ Can, I'll, yeah. I'll give him a B plus because he's actually been yeah. really good since we re signed him, to be honest. And then 2020. Tyler Eifert, our, again, our annual tight end signing. I'll give this one a P C+. Plus. People clown on Tyler Eifert, bro. I just feel like, oh, I, I'll give him a B minus or a solid B. I just feel like yeah, I'll give with him a better a quarterback, he'd have had better numbers, in my opinion. Some of the throws to him were just Tyler godly, I godly off target. I just want to <laughs> let you know that Tyler Eifert, on that first, on LaVisca Chenault's first touchdown, the slant against the uh, Colts, Colts Tyler Eifert was open with like 15 yard separation each direction in the corner of the end zone, but wow. he Minshew did not see him because he wouldn't he wouldn't throw it anyway if he did see him. Exactly. It's too far. So, so <laughs> and and that's one of the things that's the issue with Minshew is people see he got a touchdown he got a touchdown, but the guy who is truly open in the best decision. I think I just think people hate on out of all the tight ends we've tried <laughs> to sign, it's by far the best one. Yeah, for he stayed sure. Stayed healthy the whole year pretty much. Yeah. And he had a couple good catches too. I'll give him a B plus, a B. I'll give him a B. Uh, Weary, uh, and then signed Joe Schobert. I'm gonna give this one a an A minus because he did have his moments, but he also had his moments of greatness with us, and he helped us move Miles Jack to his natural position. That's he had a pick six thing. at one point against the Vikings. Yeah, I'm gonna so. give it a B plus for me, only because I feel like we overpaid a little bit. Contract is a little egregious for a middle linebacker. He's also was not the greatest in run defense, but I mean that's not his really strong suit. But like him being able to call the defense and have Miles yeah. Jack, that does, that does weigh uh, heavily. Yeah, he had sacks, he had interceptions, he had forced fumbles, B he had about everything. Sir. The contract is giving he, him a B plus for me. People were so mad at him, like for a couple weeks that they wanted him traded and everything. I'm like, yo, chill. Todd Wash, Todd Wash was... Yo, that dead cap hit, though. <laughs> Todd Wash was his defensive coordinator. Like, cut him some slack, bro. Yeah. Dude, might go off this year, dude. Then Rodney Gunter. This Ugh, gets... He had, he had a, We're going to give him incomplete I'm gonna give him because he had health issues. Yeah, because yeah, he had to retire. He had to retire, so... I said, and, and he even rooted for us on Twitter. He, he was yep. tweeting "Go Jags" and everything. Yeah, so, so incomplete. Gonna give him a can't um, grade. Applicable. Then Al Woods, he just got cut. That's an F. He opted out. Incomplete Suck too. It. Not you applicable. Get, you can say incomplete too. Yeah, not applicable. I guess yeah. Cassius Marsh, he is applicable because he retired and then unretired, and he was trash. So he gets an F. F. I'll give him an F. Yeah, he sucks. Rashawn Melvin, he yeah, opted out as non well. Non applicable. So. No one knows. So basically, our entire free agency class opted out or got or had to retire, except for Joe yeah. Schobert and Tyler Eifert. So that's all that. Uh, what do you guys? Oh wait, did we? We forgot to grade 2019 overall. I'm gonna give 2019 overall an F. 
Yeah. Nick yeah. Foles, Cedric Aubrey, Swain. Yeah, that's pretty bad. Yeah. I mean, Can was a decent, and Conley was decent. But I'll give it a D, just because those two kind of bring it up a little bit. Me, they're not big enough to bring up that Foles, though. Foles, I'll just give it a yeah. D. I'll give it a D. I'll give it a D minus. Yeah, so that's our free agency. Hopefully, this free agency class is much better than those were. I mean, the twenty nineteen or twenty seems better on face value. Yeah, than the last two, at least. <coughs> yeah. So. Next thing. Oh, we didn't do a 2020 grade overall. Oh, 2020 grade. Uh, I'm going to give that a – I'll give it a C because half the guys didn't play. So Joe Schobert played yeah, well. I'll give it a C plus just because we got uh, – Schobert was pretty good. And who yeah. else was it that was good? Uh, Eifert. Yeah, and I think Eifert was better than people are giving him credit for. Yeah. All right, so the next thing we're going to talk about is the Jags. They made Teal primary. Teal is – Brian has Teal on. Uh, this isn't Teal, but it's blue, but there's Teal behind me. Uh, I got nothing. <laughs> but Teal yeah. is now primary. Oh, look, there's Teal over there. See it right there? Oh, yeah. Bloop, 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 bloop. <laughs> but fans have been screaming for this for so long. Uh, Brian, give, give your inspirational speech on how this makes you feel. <laughs> well, Teal has been should have been the primary from day one until now, but they for some reason thought Black was the primary for a while. But pri Teal just is one of the best colors ever. It's blue, but it's like it's such a nice blue. It just sticks out in a good way, and it fits with. It really looks good on black. Like blue teal on black is just so sharp, even white. So it's just it's such a good color. Like black on black is sharp, but like teal on black just hits different. And teal I'm just so teal happy is they went weird, but it's still cool. Yeah, I'm just so happy teal is back because the teal jerseys just look better. Trevor's gonna look better in teal. Everybody's gonna look better in teal. So I'm very excited. It's the primary. I just uh, I just hope that we go adjust our uniforms in a couple of years to where more classic like we were in the 90s early 2000s I was, yeah i was just about to say the same thing i feel like uh the color black being the primary for the years that it was is actually fitting because those were some uh, very dark years for us um besides that point uh seems like we're finally righting some wrongs here so uh yeah let's get our uniforms looking like they did in the early 2000s and i'd be happy yes sir and uh, the jags they actually are in our group chat so <laughs> We've talked to them multiple times already, and they they, they they like they like to bully me, you know. They yeah. every time we uh, see them, Josiah is for some reason not there present, according to them at least. So yeah, I could literally be the first one to notice they're there, and they'll say, "Where's Josiah?" or "Where's?" And they're just know, like Josiah? everyone's laughing. And it's like, oh god, it, it's just become a running meme. But <laughs> we we love the Jag social media account. They're better than your social media account, Facts. Uh, your team's social media account. Facts. But yeah, let's go ahead and move on to the draft fun. We're going to go ahead and give our seven-round mock drafts. So let's start off with mine. <laughs> we'll try to keep it simple because there's, I mean, the only ones we can really go into depth about is like the first couple, and then after that it's just like, you know. No, I Here's, can go into depth about all of them. I can go into depth as well. Here's mine. So first <laughs> overall, it's uh, – I had to think about it, you know. you got to Reach! Maybe – Maybe Zach, maybe Zach Wilson is better. Hey, he said reach. Maybe Justin Fields is better. Justin Fields was balling out today, huh? Overrated. 
<laughs> Just kidding. Please don't come for me. <laughs> and then at number 25, Ooh, the edge who should be – he should be the first edge off the board. He's not the, most, he's not the best edge, in my yeah. opinion at least. I think he's the second best edge. I think Jalen Phillips is better. It's just Phillips has the injury concerns. Phillips was also available, by the way. I'll agree to that. Oh, look at you. <laughs> Phillips, was, Phillips was available. But if, if Pay is available, I'm taking Pay over Phillips. Yeah, of course. I think I'd Phillip, rather, yeah, I'd rather not have the injury worries. Yeah. But I w- if, if Pay is not there, I am willing to take Phillips. I'm, I don't care about the concussions. I'm drafting that player who's top 10 talent without the injuries. But – 33, I took Freermuth. Some people Fire might you. try Friermuth. I don't care. It doesn't matter. Semantics. <laughs> it's it's whatever. But I took, him at, yeah. I, took, I took him at 33 because... I don't think that's a reach. People keep saying that's too early. I don't agree. <laughs> you could take him at 45 or 33. I just feel it's very risky. I don't know. He'll him. be there at 45. I mean... Exactly. I think it's too risky to let him try and slip to 45. You're talking about tight end one if there wasn't an alien in the draft class. And, you know, there were actually a couple guys that were available. There was Elijah Moore, and there was to- Kadarius Tony. Kadarius Tony made me really question, but I was like, I, we need the tight end more than we do the wide receiver. So I took F- Fryermuth, and guess who was available? My guy. Elijah Moore was available at 45. I had to do it. I had to. He's too dang good to pass up at 45, and – I just took him there. And then at 65, Jalen Mayfield fell to us because he is unathletic as you know what. His film is actually better than his – Yeah, he, yeah he, had a, he had a bad pro day. I, I don't see him lasting that long personally. I think some team will still think – this guy, you talk about a guy who was consistently mocked in the first round probably or like early second and then he had a bad pro day. Now he's in the third rounder. I just can't buy that. Yeah, he, he, he's a bad tester, but his film is – He's a right good. tackle. He doesn't need to be the most athletic, exactly. athletic person he, in the world. He can compete with Jawan Taylor, and if he doesn't win, you can kick him into guard. He has guard flexibility. Uh, so that's, that's why I picked him, especially because I, Jawan Taylor doesn't deserve to just be given his job. He should have to compete for his yes. job. Hard this, agree. This is his prove-it year because generally year three tends to be the prove-it year for a lot of guys. Uh, sometimes year four, but year three is the main one because that's when they should be coming into their own, and that's when they should be developing, especially when you're drafted that high. Then on to 106, Jalen Twyman, defensive tackle from Pittsburgh. I actually think he's pretty good. Like I watched, I watched a little bit of film on him, and I really like him. He was the best defensive tackle on the board, in my opinion, here. And one of the best players on the board here, so I took him here. His, his pro day was kind of weird, too. He – put up a lot of bench reps and then in, in the other thing other tests he didn't do so well in like athletically but um he probably could be a decent three four in option yeah he could help the rotation because mm-hmm. no defensive lineman on our team is going to be like a guy who needs to be a bona fide starter yeah uh then at 130 i took the speed back that we need it's my J- guy jv and hawkins i will say sean told put me on him uh, he's the speed back that we need out of Louisville. He ran, I believe, a 4-4 today at his at his um, pro day, or was it a 4-3? It was 4-4. 4-4. It was a high so, 4-4, higher than I thought it was going to be, but, I mean, whatever. So you could have him, or James Robinson being the lead back, him being the speed back, and then Carlos Hyde just being the... He'd be your, uh, your third down pass-catching speed screen slash... Uh, What's the other one? Um, 
Motion, jet motion kind of guy. Exactly. So, Javian Hawkins, he's easily a fit for us. Um, then at 145, a guy you guys may not know. I know I know Sean knows because I've already told him about him. Tackles. Stone for Scythe. He's a left tackle. That's the difference between Mayfield and Stone for Scythe. Mayfield could also push it in the guard. Let's not forget that. Yeah. Stone for Scythe. I think he's a steal here because you may say, like, like Brian said, you already took a tackle or you need depth in general. Stone for Scythe, he, he was the Florida's left tackle, and he shut down Aziz o- I don't, I'm not sure how good he is in the run game. I haven't watched much run game film, but he protected Kyle Trask, who's not a mobile quarterback, so he had to, he had to actually protect him because if mobile quarterbacks can hurt, their court, the, hurt the line, but it can also help the line. Uh, Stone Forsyth did well. He shut down Aziz Ojolari. He was constantly protecting an, an empty set, so they knew they had to pass rush. I mean, occasionally Kyle Trask had a design <clears throat> run, but what do you mean? Everybody knows if you're in oh, empty set with Kyle Trask, you're going to throw the ball. So and I think Stone Forsyth could be their replacement. <laughs> Call me crazy, but I think he could be their replacement for Cam Robinson if, if Cam Robinson doesn't do well. Uh, and yeah. you could develop him for a year behind Cam Robinson. I just think it's a dream. You may say this is a reach, but I think he's going to surprise some people. Him and Brady Christensen are my two. I really like them as tackles. 170, I just did not know who to pick. I like Rashad Weaver is the best guy on the board. Uh, just another depth at edge. And then 249, I finally took a corner. Thomas Graham Jr., he was the best corner on the board, so those last two picks were just kind of best on the board. Rashad Weaver is a guy; uh, he'll be a guy who could probably play a little three-four end, and then uh, definitely could play four-three big end and move inside on rushdowns too. <laughs> yeah, I actually had Rashad Weaver in my top ten edge list, so it's kind of a steal if you think about it at one seventy. Mm-hmm. But now, Brian, here's yours. You get there, Brian? Yeah. You want to talk about it? Talk about it? I'm reading it again. Okay, so. <laughs> he forgets his own mock draft. So, I just said I did a lot of mocks recently. So, obviously, number one. Oh, this is his, uh, what would Sean do mock draft? Oh, my God. <laughs> so, number one, I had to think about this for a good five minutes. No, I, I didn't even think about it. Trevor Lawrence. I think we could all figure out why. Uh, number 25, I mean, she's quitty pay dropping to 25. That's obvious. I feel like this is what who all three of us are going to have the same top two picks. Yep, I might, but he was there, so I'm not going to miss. I, it was him and and uh, there's another edge, but I was Kalen like Phillips. No, it wasn't Phillips. Aziz Ojolari. That was it. I was like, I'm taking Pay because he's got he's really good. So and then 33, Zayvon Collins was still there. I thought he'd go to in the first round, but he was there. I was like, well, we need some pass rush, so took him from Tulsa. Fryermuth was at 45, which I was surprised, but I was like, well, we need a tie, we need a tight end. Um, Javon Holland, we need a safety. And unfortunately, I couldn't grab Morig. He, he also gives you a nickel. Merig. Merig. Yeah. And uh, I saw Holland there, and I, I've, I've heard of, him, of his name a lot. I heard he's a, a steal at 65. I've been seeing him a lot in the start of the third. I was like, well, need a safety. So that'll be our safety opposite, uh, Ooh, who can also Brian play in nickel, guy. as you mentioned. Ben Cleveland has been spoken about a lot. By Sean. By Sean. And I was so like, all right, let me was, check this, this guy the, out. What would Sean like, do, right. Mark? And it was like, all right, this is pretty solid. Um, 
Kylan Hill, I did a little slight research into him. He was a good, he was a little kind of a speedy like back. He wasn't anything crazy. He's I think, uh, a, I think we've interviewed him before too. Yeah, I spent, I think he did that. I think we did. And, um, he's more of a running back by committee kind of guy anyways. Seth Williams, uh, wide receiver six, uh, similar Bo to Nicks is Johnson. Trash, so. Huh? I said Bo Nix is trash. So Seth Williams could be better than he he has the potential to be a steal in this in that in that uh area i don't know i don't remember who bryce thompson was i kind of just needed a quarterback for cornerback trash and then i looked at josh ball i actually did a little in-depth on this guy he has the potential to be a starter in the league if we can develop him behind cam robinson that's my developmental left tackle because i looked at his, his his information i was like he could be a starter if we play our cards right. So I was like, let me get a seventh round steal real quick. And I saw him. I was like, yeah, I like this guy. So yeah, that's my mock. All right. Not the best, but not the worst. All right. Let's go to Sean's real quick. All right. Here is Sean's mock. Take it away. Okay. So I got Trevor Lawrence, of course. You're taking the generational, generational QB since probably his junior year in high school uh, at number one. <clears throat> Quiddy Pay is my edge one. He falls to 25 here. I'm taking him. Big, strong, athletic guy. Nice finesse rush moves. I probably, he probably could stand up. He didn't do a whole lot of it, but I think he could do it in a 3-4. Pat Fryermuth, I don't think 33 is a reach on him. You're talking about a guy who would be tied in one if Kyle Pitts didn't exist. Um, 45, Brady Christensen. Um, dude tested off the charts at his pro day. Athletic. I think he had, I think he had the best pass pucking grade this year. Josiah, yes, he wrong. did. He was playing against trash competition, but he dominated. But he dominated, yeah. That's what, you, that's what you want to see. He's a he's a little size worry. He's a little undersized, but and he could put on some weight. Yeah, stuff, he was but. he was blocking for uh, Zach Wilson, right? So I mean, correct. Are you referring to Christensen Brady? Yeah. Yes. Okay, I like him. He's one of the actually highest grade. Well, granted, it was PFF, but he's one of the highest graded uh, tackles in pass protection. Yeah. And I don't think he allowed a single sack against Zach Wilson. I don't think he allowed many pressures either. <laughs> yeah, so you got so you get Brady Christensen. Um, I would actually have him compete with Jawan his first year, and then whoever loses that battle is the swing tackle that year. I don't expect him to win that battle, and if he did win that battle, I'll be I'd be uh, upset at, for Jawan Taylor because uh, he really needs to step it up. However, you develop this guy for another year, and uh, he probably could take over for Cam Robinson, and we'd be in good shape there. Um, 65, Richie Grant falls to 65. I don't really see this happening in real life. I think this guy would probably go in the second round. He's a very underrated safety in this, in this class. Some people have him as their best safety in this class, to be honest. Or at least safety, too. Some people have him above Javon Holland. This guy Some is, people have him going in the first round. Cough, right. cough, wink, wink. Right. Chris Trapasso, you idiot. Anyway, um... This guy's rangy. He's 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 a ball hawk, good tackler. Uh, would be a really solid player to pair with uh, Rayshon Jenkins in our backfield in our defensive secondary. Um, one hundred six Ben Cleveland. That's my guy. Dude's built like a mountain. Wasn't uh, he? Isn't he like the um, what's his name? Smoothie King of this? Not Smoothie King, but no, like that's that's, like, that's, oh. that's Quinn Minerts. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, but his he, belly, his belly he's, always he's out. Yeah, this guy has some serious potential, though. This guy doesn't have no big belly like that, but uh, he has potential. Dude's ripped. Dude's like, dude's like huge. Like I shared a picture in our group chat before of him next to his girlfriend, and dude just. Oh, I remember that. Towers over this girl. Or uh, yeah, this dude's 
he ran. I think he ran a four eight nine or something around or something around there at around his there. at his uh, combine. I think he put up thirty reps on the bench. This guy will probably be either your can replacement next year because he's probably going to be gone. He's in the final year, or this will be your Norwell replacement. I think it'd be the can replacement because I think you're going to try to groom Barch to be the Norwell replacement. He lied to us though a little bit because he said he was going to put up like set a record for the bench he, press. Yeah, he wanted to to push over forty, but he ended up only getting thirty. I mean, it's good to have lofty goals. <laughs> Um. So yeah, Ben Cleveland. You get Ben Cleveland and Christensen. Your old line in twenty twenty two is looking pretty good, looking formidable. Um, Ellerson Smith, uh, Edge from uh, underrated. Yeah, he's a really good player, man. Um, doesn't he have like a ton of sacks? I don't think he's a ton, but he has quite a few. I think he's. I believe he's from Northern Iowa. Um, okay, I think oh. somebody else. Oi, he's a. Uh, <laughs> He's really showed out at the Senior Bowl, which really put me on to him. That's, That's when I first put yeah. me on him. And then I walked, after seeing him show out there, I was like, man, I got to look into more of this guy. I look more into this guy. And, man, he's he's going to be a really good uh, developmental 3-4 edge rusher for us if we uh, actually do make the pick. And then at 145, I get my guy, JV and Hawkins. This guy is uh, probably one of the most explosive running backs in, in college football. Uh, he has – I think he's number one in the most, like – Home run hits like sixty plus yard runs for touchdowns. Wow. Yeah, he has sixty yard runs, seventy yard runs, eighty two, yard runs. I was watching two two Atwell film, and this dude was just suddenly just pop a huge run like every he's, felt like every couple snaps. He's not very big. I think he's like five nine, like a buck eighty eight somewhere around there. But man, if he gets an open space, man, look out! This guy is electric with the ball in his hands. And then at one seventy, I get Daz Newsom. That's a developmental. Uh, some people are going to think this is way too late for a receiver. I'm actually – people think because Urban Meyer said we need speed or he likes speed, we need to go out there and draft this, these fast guys. He people didn't even mean – He, he did yeah. clarify that by not saying speed doesn't necessarily mean 4-3. He, he, he specified fast on that. the field. From, yeah, yeah. He, just, he just meant Play giving fast. it your all. Giving it your all. Right. That's and what he the media that. decided to misinterpret but that, and they, people now look all at, over. Yeah, people look at his – Rondale his, Moore. Yeah, people look at his rosters that he had at <laughs> – Ohio State, and yes, he did have a lot of speed in the field, so I'll, I'll give them that. But um, so some people want to go wide receiver way earlier. I like our top four guys, to be honest, right now, and yeah. it's not like these guys are slow either. So whatever, miss me with that. Um, so one seventy, I grabbed Daz Newsom, a developmental slot receiver. Um, he honestly could, he he probably will fight for reps year one at the slot receiver. He's actually a really good slot receiver. He didn't run as fast as you would have liked to have seen him run at his pro day. I think he ran somewhere in the four fives. But he can return um, kicks too. Yeah, you can return kicks. Um, I, when I put on the when I put on the film for Diami Brown, honestly, Daz Newsom popped more for me. I'm not gonna lie. Um, and then in last pick, I take Tay Gowan, a corner. I believe he was an opt out last year. Um, that's just a developmental corner who could have some high upside. I believe he's from uh, UCF, and he's he's pretty decent. And uh, he'll probably battle for Clay Brooks for the last spot in the roster. All right, so those are our Jag seven-round mocks. We're going to take our final break, and then it's going to be two-round roundtable mock draft time. So we will see you guys in a second. See you there. We're back, guys. So it is time to go ahead and do our mock draft. We're doing two rounds, all three of us. Brian is going to have the first pick. Sean will have the second. I will have the third pick. So, and we are doing trades this time. So, let's get let's get to the fun. All right. 
Let me go ahead and move you guys to out of my way. Who selected oh. Lawrence already? Did you Why did it just pick? I didn't make my pick. Oh my god! I don't know. I, 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 oh, I didn't select. Did you got to do? You got to do select you all. Yeah. Se- I think you did select none. <laughs> yeah, I selected none. All right, ignore my stupidity. Let's draft. All right, first pick, Brian. You're on the clock. I'm surprised no one's offered a trade yet. Uh, Trevor Lawrence. <laughs> That's a no-brainer. All right, Sean. Are we doing what we would do or what they should do? What they would do. Wait, what they would do. Okay. Um, I think Zach Wilson is probably locked in as the pick here already. All right. San Francisco 49ers. You know, <clears throat> recently, Mac Jones has been getting hype to be the third overall pick. But today, his pro day did not look that good. And they actually panned over to uh, – Shanahan, and he kind of looked like he was dying inside watching Mac Jones overthrow. Smokescreen. Kind of like Jimmy G in the Super Bowl, but I have I think they're going to go Trey Lance. It could be Justin Fields, though, after his pro day today, but you never know. Well, since the fact that uh, Justin Fields just dropped, stop it. Yeah, Justin Fields is going to be a Falcon now. There's no mm. way they don't take a franchise quarterback with Matt Ryan coming to his his end. I think it's possible they trade back. I could even I could with, see even it, with Fields I, on the board. Oh, I don't I have this pick. I know who I would pick here. Who's this? The Bengals. Yeah, Bengals. Bengals. Now, what they should do and what they would do is, or what I exactly. think they should do and what they will do is two different things. I think they should take Penne Suell. I think they're going to take Kyle Pitts. Oh, you think they're going to take Kyle Pitts? I thought I. I think they're going to take Jamar Chase. I, think I would think that they're both they're complete fools to not protect Joe Burrow. I, know, so I, I, I think they're going to they're going to take the best non-quarterback in the draft. I think Burrow is going to bang the table for Jamar Chase, and they're going to do it. I think I think they're going to fall fall to it. What I think the Dolphins do now because of the fact that they just it's it's my pick, bro. It's my pick. Oh wait, that's right. <laughs> I think they take Devonte Smith. Wow. All right, now it's your turn, Brian. How in the world is Penny Sewell dropping? Go to the team needs for the Lions now. Do they even have a left tackle? Just cook. No, oh, wait, those are their picks. I have no idea. Uh, team needs. I'm dumb. Wow. Oh, my God. The Lions are right there. Why are you don't even need a tackle? What the heck? This is well, who's on the board. All right, I guess um, Jamar Chase is still available, so that's what's going to happen. Hmm. Just because I, I know Sewell is the best available, but, like, they don't That's need a tackle. Do. That's what I would have done. Let's go see this team needs for the Panthers. I think they need a left tackle, maybe. They do. QB, CB, OT, mm. safety, mm. OB. <laughs> well, I think they're actually going to trick this pick eventually, and they're going to get Deshaun Watson, or at least try like heck to do so. Um, but with all his stuff going on, <coughs> let's give them Panay Sewell here. Yay. All right, Broncos at number nine. They don't need a cornerback anymore. They could use Rashawn Slater because he before you get mad because somebody got mad at us for taking Rashawn Slater because they just signed uh, their left tackle. They re-signed their left tackle. He can play any. He can play any position on the line. I don't. I doubt he could play center, but I mean, he might be able to. But that's. I've heard. They said that he can play uh, center. No, oh. <laughs> I mean, if you put him at center, you're a moron. But that's they. 
I think it's funny how <laughs> Russo is ranked 10 on this. Yeah, yeah. Russo is not, ranked very high. Not on my board. Yeah, I'm going to give them Rashawn Slater. Uh, yeah. You idiot! Just kidding. Who would you go? What would you what would you think? I would that's that's good. Okay. It is Brian's pick. This is the most obvious pick. It's it's Sertain. Sertain is a cowboy. We that's like one of the only picks in the draft besides Trevor and possibly the Jets where you can mark him as a as a cowboy. Waddle, book it. Yeah. Yeah. Philadelphia. They could use a lot. Let's go ahead and look at our team needs. Pretty sure they need corner. Yeah, wide receiver, QB, cornerback. Linebacker, tight end. There is a linebacker on the board. Mm, there's a corner on the board, too. J.C. Horn. Mm, CB1 goes. b Wow, that was quick. Um, <laughs> I just realized need. we could trade and we still haven't even traded. Team needs? Yeah, I'm not really going to worry about trades. The trade I would have done only so far would have been from four. Team needs? Yeah. Oh. Come on, man. This pick is so obvious. I know, but uh, okay, yeah. Right, Christian Derisaw. All right, Sean. Okay, I'm gonna trade back here. All right, who are you trading with? I'm gonna trade with the Washington football team. No wait. Well, actually, who's con- wait? Who contr- who's controlling the football team? Hold on. So me, you, Brian, me, you, Brian, Brian. You control the football team. Oh, okay. so yeah, you, you guys have, have to, to agree. You have to approve this deal. Oh, okay. All right, so where is Washington? What are you offering? All right, so first okay. let's let's hear Sean because Sean's on Sean's the one with the pick right now. Let's give them fourteen, uh, seventy-eight maybe, and we'll throw in a third next year. It's only five spots for nineteen. For nineteen, yeah. Do you accept, Brian? Don't you want to see? I really wish I could have seen this? the team needs, but. Don't you want to see where I'm going with this? Yeah, I'll accept. So essentially, you're just giving up the first overall pick and your rights to the football team, because now the football team is my team. (laughs) And I'm going to give them one McCorkle Jones. Wow. Oh, I have to resume draft. They trade up ahead of the Patriots. Wow, so he just selected Mac Jones. Mac Jones, who is going to be their quarterback of the future, is going to sit. So wait, am I Patrick picking nineteenth? Wait, am I picking nineteenth now? You still are. You still have uh, been. Okay. We just swap teams. Oh, okay. I see. Yeah. So now right. it's your your pick now. The Patriots. You know, do I think he should go this high? No, but based off today, Bill Belichick showed up to Miami's pro day, mm-hmm. and I think I think he could go Gregory Rousseau. I agree. Wow. That's the one place he would go where he might actually develop properly. All right. It is Brian. Wait, is it Brian or Sean? Yeah, it's Brian. It's Brian. Team needs? Brian, why do you even need to know their team needs? This is an easy one for me. Cornerback? Oh, Caleb Farley. Thank you. Even though he's hurt. Or surgery, but screw that. He should still go there. <laughs> yeah. The Raiders. You have to think like the Raiders here. This is me. Think like the Raiders. They have to know. They could go either of these two guys. Yes, but they have to know they need a tackle. They have to know this. 
They have to. They got. They got rid of them. They have to know this. That they yeah, they got rid of Trent they Brown. Didn't they, need did, to, they, did, they did a right tackle, like bad. I'm gonna go Tevin Jenkins here. Tevin Jenkins is a monster, bro. They did a right. They need a right. That's tackle. a smart so move. I don't see that happening just because the Raiders are. They, not they have to know. <laughs> you just have to. It's hard for me to pass on a joke there or Parsons, but they have to know. Miami is taking Quiddy Pay. Oh, they need an no. edge. All right, <laughs> Brian, you're on the clock. <sighs> Oh, he's still the, available. The, the guy they wanted the whole time. Elijah Vera Tucker, thank you. Yep. The guy they wanted the whole time is still there. That's why it's a smart trade, in my opinion. Yep. Mm, is this me? Yep. Mm, damn it. I'm going to go Rashad Bateman because Robinson's gone next year. Rashad. So now, you, now, you, now you get Bateman and, and uh, Robinson for Andy Dalton for a year. Could be- I could see them going Samuel Cosme as well. I could. That could be a. But this could be a potential high-powered offense, even though they have Andy Dalton. You know who is going to take Samuel Cosme though? <sighs> These mofos right here. Yeah, right. I've been doing that too. I'm not surprised. <sighs> wow. Oh boy. Team. What do the Titans need? Do they need? A, they don't need a linebacker. Do they, they need a cornerback. Corner and they need tackle. Right tackle. Scroll down the list. Uh, CB, yeah, wide, rec- wide receiver, tight end, safety, offensive tackle. Let I know who I would go. Let me see the defensive situation. Me too, but I hope they don't. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Sean and I are thinking the exact same thing right now. Um, I think they pull a surprise and take Greg Newsom. That's ah! not a surprise, actually, because that's ah! what Sean and I were like, thinking <laughs> right here. <laughs> Why you got to do me like this? All right, 23. <laughs> In the Jets. So they got Zach Wilson. They got some receivers, man. I didn't realize Micah Parsons is still available. You know why? Because they're going to grab Micah Parsons here. Wow. The Jets <laughs> just got to steal. They're going to grab him, but that defense is putrid. Yes. All right. Pittsburgh. A lot of good people still on the board here. I know what I would do. <laughs> I know what I'd do, too. If I'm just going to look at it, team I'm needs just sad. in case. Where is Pittsburgh on here? OC. It's offensive center, I'm assuming. <laughs> offensive coordinator. I'm <laughs> assuming that stands for center. They do need a center, so. <laughs> yeah. Tight end, running back. Yeah, yeah I'm going to give them. There's two picks I'd do here. Yeah, there it is. Ooh, that's not what I would have done. What would you have done? I would have gone either Landon Dickerson or Aziz Ojolari to replace so Bud. Yeah, I was, I was thinking about I was thinking about Edge, but that running game is so abysmal. You can oh get a run back later. The selections available here are actually pretty solid. This is going to be tough. I know who I would take. I know who I would take here. <laughs> I got to do it, Trevon. Please. That's not who I would have taken, but yep, that's fine. I got it. I, I'm not letting him. I'm not taking the risk of him dropping the. 33. I would take Osai here, personally. Oh, he's my edge too in the class. How low do they have? Uh, what's his name ranked? Jalen Phillips. Phillips. Uh, injury. Yeah, he's gonna say injuries. All right. Who's this? It's me. Browns. Okay. This it's it's pick. yeah. I'm gonna give them Christian Barmore. All right, the Ravens. Let's take a look at the wide receiver market. Kadarius Tony. They need a receiver and they need a center. If they, they also need an edge. Oh my God. 
And they do need an edge. And Ojolari would be a hell of a fit there. Look at who's available still at the top of the defensive board. Mm. The Saints need... Go to the Saints needs. I, I can't remember off the top of my head. They need wide receiver, linebacker, quarter, cornerback, defensive tackle, safety. Jeremiah. Abuja, now, when they say linebacker for them, do they mean, like, outside linebacker? Because, like, it's a 3-4. So it's kind of it – they would say edge that they was an outside linebacker they needed, but they need that too. Do they need a linebacker? Who's their linebackers? They have uh, – what's the guy – they have the good middle linebacker. What's his, what's his name? I'm blanking. Demario Davis. Okay. Yeah. Besides that, I don't know who they have. Is this me again? Yeah. This, the Saints have always Man, I'd, been a DPA team. I'd love to give them a wide receiver. I would love to do that. Do they could use Kadarius Tony. I would they love could. it. I would be love a slot. to do it. But Lord, You're doing it? Do they need a center also if we're getting rid of Corey Lindsley? Yes. Let me get them Landon Dickerson. Oh. So find him. There he is. Landon he's Dickerson. A, he's a little he, center. If he can stay healthy... That guy's going to be a monster. Oh, wait. It's my turn. Yes, sir. Let's take a look at team needs. I think I already know what I'm going to go, but Edge. I didn't know Edge mm. was going to be a need. Cornerback. Yeah. Edge. Cornerback. Look at, edge. look at the Edge on the board, still. Yeah, I'm going to give him Jalen Phillips. Jeez. If he stays healthy, that's going to be a steal. If you have one, I just feel like one more concussion, bro. <laughs> Chiefs go back to oh that's all you know what they need yeah this is all wow that's the top of the list yeah I can scroll you can give me a position if you well, want go to the that's no but like the top of the list was oh there we go oh well, there was, we go yeah it was yeah, like there's a, there a few more um don't they need a, a guard or a center they need two tackles <laughs> <laughs> they have no left tackle and no right tackle yeah Where's we're it? gonna have to go Jalen Mayfield here yeah, that's who I was going to give just him. need somebody. All right, Sean, you are the final pick of the first round. We are doing a two-round mock, though. So. Mm. Let's go. Levi Owunzerike here. He's going to be their Indomitian Sioux replacement. Okay, so I get the Jacksonville Jaguars. Oh, baby. Yes, you do, and you better not. You better not make me mad. <laughs> Wait, where did he? Oh, he's right here. Oh, you made me mad. <laughs> you took Wait. Pat at thirty-three. You wow. made me mad. Wait, who are who? Wait. Look at the board. Look at the board. Oh, wait, we didn't take an edge. Ugh, look at the board and tell me who I would have taken there. Osai. Osai. You dingus. But we do need a, t a tight end more than anything. We do, but... I forgot. Ah! Sean and, I'm always used to Sean and I both always taking an edge at 25. Yeah. Um, oh, God. Do if you need to go back, back and see what they've already done... Do they need a running back at the Jets? Yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> Travis Etne Etienne. Etne. Travis Etne. Etne. I don't know what the <laughs> Same. Travis Etney. Okay. Um, what do the Falcons need? They need a lot. Who they got? Falcons, they got. They got, they got a just, quarterback. They got quarterback, Fields, safety, safety, running back, corner guard. I thought they needed an edge more. Don't they need like a linebacker? How is a is a size still available? 
Because I'm an idiot and forgot that <laughs> pick an edge. Let's go ahead and give them Richie Grant here. Wow. Wow. All right. Uh, it's my turn, actually. I forgot. So the Dolphins have already picked an edge and a wide receiver. So they need running back. I think I know what I'm going to do. They need an offensive coordinator as well. <laughs> and they need a cornerback. They need an offensive tackle as well. But where is he? I just blanked. Wait, I just knew. Oh, wait, I know. Okay. Offense, running back. Javante Williams. Javante Williams is my running back one. So all three. I could see an argument for all three as RB1. Yeah. Team needs. I, I got I wish I wrote all these down, but who did Team I take? Team needs. You Eagles. name it. Who was the Eagles selection first? It was. Oh, it was a. Was they it a corner? At, they, they picked at twelve. I believe. It, it, yeah, I think. It, I think it was J.C. Horn. Yeah. Okay, so they got a corner. Go back to the needs. All right, they got a corner. Wide receiver, uh, running back, for tight end. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's got to be a receiver here. You think? Go to offense. Yeah. Let's see. Oh, Kadarius Tony. Jesus, he's still on the board. Yeah, Tony's gone. Talk about proper proper help for uh, Jalen. Oh, hey, look. Burrow's going to get his guy anyway. Marshall. Terrace Marshall, LSU. Yeah. He put up some numbers with Burrow. Terrace Marshall and Kyle Pitts. That's a sneaky good offense. Mons is considered the second rounder by them? Wow. Who? Mon. Guy that we interviewed. Oh, yeah. Amon Ross St. Brown. He's a yeah. second to third rounder in my book. Yeah, he's my wide receiver 10. Uh, it is. Oh, wait. Sean just gave him Terrace Marshall. So it's my turn. Yep. Yep. Now is Asai still on the board? Just these teams don't need edge yet. Zaven Collins is the coverage linebacker, right? He's yes. He can do both. He can pass rush. Which one? He's, he's also a great coverage linebacker, but so okay. is Baron Browning, and so is. um, What's his name? Jameen or whatever? Mean Davis? Yeah, I'm going to give him Zayvon Collins because they've been looking for their Luke Keekley guy. And obviously nobody can be Luke Keekley, but you get the gist. Who did I take? Who did the Denver Broncos take? I forgot. The Denver Broncos took Rashawn Slater. Okay, they got their offensive tackle. This team could possibly actually need an edge because Von Miller is getting old. Von Miller is getting old. So because they need a guy that they could develop, they're going to take away. Oh, God, you're yeah. breaking, breaking my balls. <laughs> a lot of upside. All right, go to team needs for the Lions. <clears throat> Pretty much anything. Linebacker, <laughs> quarterback, cornerback. And we gave, we, they, we gave them receiver, right? So yeah, they need linebacker, quarterback, Chase. and a corner. Let's go ahead and give them Asante Samuel Jr. here. If you guys haven't seen my Asante Samuel Jr. film review, go check it out on the channel. Tell me that's on the steal at 41 for them. That is very good. All right. New York. New York Giants. Who do they, they get? The first round. They got, they um, got, they they got, got Jalen Waddle. They need an they edge? Could use, they could use edge. Do they have a 4-3 or 3-4, actually? I want to say it's a... Th- Let me find I out. I want to say it was 3-4 because they took Vernon and he did not do very well in it. So you think they're a 4-3? I think they're a 3-4, that's what I'm saying. Okay, let me see. Okay. Let me look it up. Hold on, let me look it up no, real quick. It's too late. Oh, too late. He could probably do both anyway. All right. 
B Roni is on the clock. You gonna get up from your phone? Or you get you there? It looks like they ran a hybrid defense. Yeah, uh, they okay. used for three four, it's good. Three four. All right, sounds good. All right, B Roni, <coughs> Niners. Took a quarterback, so what are their other needs? They need pretty sure they need corner. Quarterback, cornerback, edge, offensive coordinator, and defensive tackle. Offensive coordinator. That's fucking. Go to uh, cornerback, edge, cornerback, edge. You know what? I see a corner Creed they would love. Creed Humphrey. Take Creed Humphrey. That's not the corner that they would love. <laughs> they have no center, and they need a center. He's available. That's a first-round talent right there. They got no corner either. Well, they'll get a corner later. Who they like? You gotta they like protect, big, they you gotta like protect big... your franchise quarterback. You can get a center later. All right. He's too valuable there. Sean is on the clock. The Cowboys. They also need a corner. They already drafted. Oh, no, they, they took Sertan. Couldn't they use a defensive tackle? Mm. What else do they need? What, what do I need? Safety, yeah. D tackle. Okay. Let's go, ahead and, let's, let's go ahead and give them um, Liam Eichenberg, actually, to groom behind oh. Tyron Smith. All right, I'm on the clock again. Multiple Jags picks, unbelievable. Ronnie Perkins is nice. Uh, Isn't he a 4-3, though? Or could he Uh, he do both, right? Look at the linebackers. Probably could do both. Baron Browning, Jabril Cox, and Nick Bolton. Oh, Browning's a middle linebacker, isn't he? Yeah. Most of those guys are regular linebackers. I know what our own team needs are, but I'm just curious what they put. So we got a safety, we got a quarterback, we got a tight end. Still need a, apparently is, our running back and a defensive tackle. Those are kind of whack. We could, yeah, I think Elijah Moore. Mm, we didn't get a receiver yet, did we? Do we need one that early, though? I like Elijah Moore. Elijah, Elijah, Moore. Elijah Moore, though, yeah, I'd take him that early. It was between him or Perkins, our wide receiver room is stacked now. There's going to be too many cooks in the kitchen. I guess that means that uh, Colin Johnson's the odd man out. Eh, injuries happen. True. Situational. Colin Johnson comes in red zone. True. All right. Oh, is it me? Mm-hmm. Right, it is. Um, the Patriots have a ton of tight ends. They already have. Who did, the tight, who did they take? They took. They took uh, oh, they took. Uh, who was they it? Took Russo. Oh, that's right. Okay. Uh, go to the needs. I took Russo. They need running back, cornerback, wide receiver, quarterback, linebacker. Oh, I know who could go here. Cornerback, wide receiver. Just kind of hit me. Who could go here? Baron Browning. Baron Browning. Yep. Yeah, I was going to pick him next, I think, because I think they, they lost their middle linebacker. Yeah. All right. All right. What do they need? I know linebackers up there probably. Cornerback, offensive uh, corner. Oh, it's not. It's not. Wow. Would we? We gave them a tack tackle in the first yeah. We gave them Darisaw. <clears throat> you can I think build I the know. trenches even more, or you can they help could the go. They could go Eric Stokes. Yeah, I know. Or they could trade. I mean, trades are still on the board. Go to the corners. Aaron Robinson. Scroll, scroll up. Give them Ife, Ife. Ife, 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 Ife. 
figure two mother fan will. Raiders. On the board again. Raiders do. Safety. They need a corner. Cornerback. <laughs> they do need a corner, and there are many corners available. Eric Stokes? Question mark. Yeah, so. B-Roney is on the clock. Now you can have team needs. Uh, wide receiver, running back, offensive tackle, tight end. Who did we take again? I, I so they, took, they took they took corner Farley. What were the needs again? They took Farley. Uh, wide receiver, running back, offensive tackle, tight end. Go to offense. Oh, I, this would be a perfect pairing just for the memes. The defense? Ah, uh, that's not what I was thinking, but... Go back to the needs again. I'm trying to, like... Wide receiver, running back, offensive tackle, tight end. Okay, go to offense. So, wide receiver. Here's the wide receivers. <laughs> Here's the running backs. I know what you're saying now. <laughs> yeah, you get it. You get it. <laughs> go to um, tackles. Tackles. Leatherwood. Who? Get that Leatherwood. Leatherwood? Yep. Hang it. You, you, were, saying, you were saying Rondale Moore. have the two midgets on the same team. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I knew it. That would be hilarious. Gets uh, your uh, left tackle for, for uh All right, Dolphins. Y'all went running back for them, right? Yes, I did. And then what else? They took uh pay. They took Devontae Smith. Devontae Smith, Smith and, Smith, and pay. pay. And uh, That's Williams. Right. Williams. Javante. Oh, so they got a running back, wide receiver, mm -hmm. and... An edge. An edge so far. What are the other team needs? They could probably use offensive line. Edge. OT, RB. Actually, they already got RB. OC. They have an offensive coordinator. Go to tackles. Oh, yeah, they didn't get a tackle. That's right. Oh, Give them, give them redoons. That's a good pick All right. The Washington football team, who thinks they might stick with the name. They're not. They traded. They, they, trade they don't forget, they traded up yeah. for a quarterback. <laughs> they need a wide. Actually, they, did, they just got a wide receiver. But, and they signed. They don't need a tackle. They actually signed two wide receivers. They do need a tackle. Oh, they do. Okay. What's he going to do? Yeah. They need a linebacker, Jabril Cox. Bears, uh, the Bears went wide receiver. That's right. They took Bateman. Go to needs. Their offense isn't very good, is it? Right, QB, CB, OT, wide receiver, DT. This is another landing spot that I could think this person could go. CB, OT, wide receiver, DB. Um, let's go with Rondale Moore. They're going to go double dip on wide receivers. Holy crap. <laughs> I What's think Kyle Bears? Trask yeah. probably could have went there. That's what I was thinking, Kyle Trask. That's who this person was. All right, who did uh, the Titans take in the first round? They took Greg Newsom. Right, they still need a right tackle. Mm -hmm. Who's left for tackle? I don't think it's anybody worth writing home about. I think Walker Little is probably the... Uh, Spencer Brown is a right tackle. I'll give them him. 
Damn. They, looks like they a have like they have like no re- no right tackle. It looks like a reach because their board sucks. Mm. All right, fifty four. The Colts team needs. Uh, they need edge, offensive tackle. They already gave them an offensive tackle. They need a wide receiver, tight end, cornerback. These wide receivers aren't. I mean, I'm on raw. This is late. They're not ranked very well, in my opinion. Yeah. Hmm. You gonna pair Amon Ra with Michael Pittman? <laughs> that would be cool. Aaron Robertson is good. He's more of a nickel, but yeah, he's pretty good. Yeah. <coughs> Elijah Molden's also a nickel. He ran a slow forty, though. You know, I'm gonna give him Amon Ra. Just give him, a whole, give him the UC, USC wide receiver room. Steelers, I need the needs. 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 Yeah. Needs some needs. I need offensive coordinator, tight end, cornerback, and edge. Where did they go in the first row? Oh, they went wide. They went uh, Nashi Harris. Okay. Go back to the needs again. Damn it. You went too quick. Bruh. <laughs> I literally read them off. Oh, oh well, fine. offensive center. Uh, let me tight end, running back, running back. Okay, go back to all. Aim on all. Uh, we're going to say Ronnie Perkins. Yeah, that's who I was going to give him to. All right, Sean. The Seahawks' first pick. It's <laughs> so bad. What do they need? The Seattle, they need uh, – they probably need a guard, I'd guess. Um, Seattle. But they pick yeah. up, I thought they got – um. what's his name? Uh, they need an offensive tackle, cornerback, da- defensive tackle, offensive – Did they get the guard from um, – Yeah, Oakland? Gabe Jackson. Yeah. Tackle wide, center wide receiver. corner. The wide receiver seems fine. Tackle center corner. Defensive tackle. Uh, or they would place a UCF corner with a UCF corner. Aaron Robinson. Hmm. All right. The first pick for the Rams. The Rams need an offensive tackle, cornerback, offensive guard. You know, they need a guard. Wyatt Davis, wow. Best one off the board. Well, arguably the best The one. Ravens need go to needs. Don't they need a guard? No, they just signed one. Oh. Yeah, they, they, need, a, wide they, need, a, they need a wide receiver. Yeah. They need a, they need a center. They need, an offense, like, they need a center. They need a tackle. It's not on there, but they need one. A center, offensive. Okay, go to odd. Uh, they also need a wide receiver. They also need a wide receiver. <laughs> Bad. There's the, oh. off, there's the centers. The guards, tackles. Go to the centers. Mainers is kind of, kind of down there. Let's give him Josh Myers. All right. Because the center, yeah, you can't really reach too All much right. on a center. Either. Might as well go ahead and pull team needs. <laughs> yeah. Edge, linebacker, wide receiver, defensive tackle, and I gave them a defensive tackle in the first round. Correct. Edge, linebacker, wide receiver. Okay, go to edge. How sick would Boogie Basham be next to Miles Garrett? You want on the same D line as Miles Garrett? Yeah, I want it. What the hell you mean? All right, (laughs) the Saints offense. Do you want it? Team (laughs) needs Saints. Their first pick, right? No, they had. Oh, I know it's not. I just realized that Browns D lines would be stacked. (laughs) I receive a linebacker, cornerback. This could also be a landing spot for that player. Wow, Nick. Yeah, Jordan it could. 
Nick Bolton dropped really far. All right. The Bills needs. The Bills need edge, cornerback, defensive tackle, tight end, and safety. What have they, they taken? They have taken. Oh, boy. Jalen Phillips. Okay, so they got an edge. And what was the need again? Cornerback, defensive tackle, tight end, and safety. Go to all. I am in all. There's defensive tackles on the board. This is about where they should start going. Their ranking is a little funky, but let's go with Davion Nixon. That's probably what I was going to say. All right, pack. <laughs> go, pack, go. All right, they still need a wide receiver, correct? Yes. And most mm-hmm. of their wide receivers are literally going to be free agents. <clears throat> Mari Rogers still on the board. I give him Mari Rogers. I could, he'd be good in the slot while they throw out Valdez Scantling on the other side. Yeah. Chiefs. Did the Chiefs pick Jalen Mayfield? He's a left tackle. He's a left tackle, and they still need one. <laughs> wow. Last pick. Oh, goes... Can you imagine two rookie tackles guarding Mahomes? I mean, wow. not like it'd make any difference with how deep he drops. Yeah, uh, all right, final pick. b it's on you. What did they pick at 32? They picked a... Uh... I picked up a defensive tackle, I'm pretty sure. Levi Owunzarike. Owunzarike. All right, go back to the and then go to their needs. Team needs. They need... Levi Running back, right. defensive tackle. Edge. The all. Right, they don't need defensive tackle. Ooh, I can see a running back to be lit. Oh. Yeah, I'm on all. You know what? I'm going to pull a surprise here. Oh, God. Oh, I know who he's going to pick. Go to quarterback. I knew it. Reach of the century. No, I'm kidding. Kyle Trask. Reach of the century. All right. Full (laughs) results. All right, guys. So these are our picks. If you want to see your pick, go ahead and pause on it as I scroll through. All right, tell us how stupid we are in the comments. Just watch in the beginning when we first started it and just wait. Yep, tell us, tell us how dumb you think we are or what we did wrong. They're going to judge my Kyle Trask pick, and I really don't care because, you know what, <laughs> the last pick in the second round isn't terrible. But yeah, At one point, he was a first-rounder, but then he, everyone was Blaine like, Gabbert's the future, bro. <laughs> but yeah, guys, hope you guys enjoyed this. Make sure to comment down below how dumb we are what you liked, and uh, yeah, make sure to subscribe, like, share, do all that, follow us. When's our next podcast going to be? Probably post-draft, I'd say, but... Uh, You and I will probably put out more draft content. Yeah, we're going to have more draft content coming out. Like, we're going to be pumping out draft content. Corners is up next. Brian might be in some as well if he wants to, if he feels like, if he feels not lazy enough. If he feels like uh, watching film. Yeah, if he feels like... Prospects. If he feels like taking time out of his day. Uh... Yeah, hope you guys enjoyed. Make sure to do all the things I just said. Subscribe, like, comment, share. And, uh, yeah, see you guys. Go Jags. Go Jags. We'll see you guys post-draft. Actually, we'll see you guys in the next video, but podcast-wise, post-draft. Yeah, see you guys next time. Peace.